BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Uh, good afternoon, live from Eddie D. Field on the campus of Pepperdine University. The BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves will go out of here in Game 2. Pepperdine with a 2 to nothing win yesterday. Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slade. And the Cougars uh, looking to kind of get things turned around. 2-5 and five right now in the conference. Uh, uh, Tuckett, uh, just a lot of little things add up to, to losses these last uh, few weeks for BYU. And, and uh, like I said, just a lot of little things they've got to turn around and, and get on the winning track. Yeah, had opportunities in every game they've been in besides one against uh, <laughs> uh, Auburn where we got blown out to really win in every game and had chances late and early in all games and especially lately in conference play have had a chance to win the games that we've lost. So got to find a way to, to get a big hit, make a big pitch, make a big play defensively and and today's the day I really feel the guys are ready to go, and today's the day where we start getting back on a roll. Well, a few minutes ago I had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood, talk a little about yesterday's loss and today's uh, game, and uh, we'll play that for you right now. We're here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood uh, just a few minutes before the opening pitch game two here down in Pepperdine. Boy, a tough loss last night, uh, Coach, 2 to nothing. Uh, great pitch game by Jordan Wood. Uh, just couldn't quite get over the hump scoring runs. But uh, another challenge today should be fun. Yeah, I mean, from a fan's perspective, it was a great game yesterday. From a coach's perspective, it was very, very frustrating. Um, you know, and that's, the, that's just the way the games are played here at Pepperdine. And Will Jensen did a great job working out of jams. He, he got outs when he had to. Um, and I think to our team, it's like a new day. Um, I think today we probably have to or want, we want to execute a little bit more early, try to get on the board, even if it's one run in the, in the first. You may see a sacrifice over early and just to, just to get, try to get on the board and get things rolling. But a uh, new day, I feel good about how we're playing, though. Conditions much the same as yesterday. You know, since you mentioned that to me in the pregame yesterday about the height of the field, the elevation difference, there is no doubt. Yeah. I mean, as I looked at it, I got down on the field and looked up, and it, it looked like it was a good five, six feet into center field. I was just out there during BP on, standing on the, on the first base side, and it literally looks like it's a 45-degree angle going from left field to center field. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if center field's 10 feet higher. And, and the mounds, you know, down pitch, it's just, it's just different. And when you get out of your surroundings like that, it's just, it's just unique. And so, but, you know, no excuse. We've been here, and, and uh, most of these guys have played here. And so, um, you know, we're ready to go today. You know, Coach, uh, it seems like you see the ebbs and flows of a long baseball season kind of in that right now, just kind of in a little bit of a downer where you just can't get the big hit when you need it. Uh, you're getting some good pitching, but uh, it's about to turn. I'm sure it's about to turn around. Well, I think what what I my perspective is we have three or four guys in our lineup hitting every day, and then we have six that aren't hitting. Um, and once we get six or seven guys that are going to swing it in the same game, we're going to get the offense rolling a little bit. Um, when we got on our roll last year, we started out 10 and 11, got on that roll where we won, you know, 19 of 22 or something like that. Um, we had nine guys producing for us and. That's kind of what it, it takes to get on a roll in college baseball is, is nine guys swinging it. So um, I like what our pitching is doing. Um, we're playing good defense, although we you know, had a miscue yesterday that cost us a run. Um, but overall, I mean, you're right. It's just getting that key hit here or there, breaking it open, um, which we've done in certain series. 
we've done in certain games, but just not in a you know, 10, 11, 12 game span. Got Hayden Rogers going for you, the lefty senior, uh, coming off a really good outing last week in Provo, and I'm sure you're looking for more of the same today out of him. Yeah, it was really encouraging last week uh, to see him settle in. I think he got through five and two-thirds with 95 pitches, and so this is really this is his kind of part. Um, he's not a swing-and-miss guy. He's a, he's a miss-barrel-type pitcher. Um, so they're going to get a couple of hits here or there, and we need to play good defense for him. But, you know, the ball doesn't travel, so it works perfect for him. Just locate, let him hit it, and, and if we can play defense, we're good to go. This Pepperdine team doesn't seem like a, a big offensive production-type team. Uh, kind of rely on their pitching as they've done in the past, but even you know hitting about two thirties a team, so uh, just a little different than what we've seen down here in the past. Yeah, and I think this field really fits them. I mean, it's just kind of like that hit it in between or in, in between the outfielders and infielders, and and kind of use that space there. They don't, to me, Kazar's really their only guy who's really really threatening. When he gets up there, you're like, ah, this this guy could lose one. They just have good solid players, and you're and you're right. I don't think definitely not the offensive threat they have been. But they just pitch it like today's today's guy. He's gonna he's gonna work down in the zone. Uh, we need to make him elevate the ball. He's gonna be a lot like yesterday with Will Jensen. Um, but you know, I just my, my whole thing is if we just play solid baseball, we're a better team than them. We've got better personnel than them. If we just play our brand of baseball and get a get a big hit here or there, we'll be fine today. Uh, Christian Stoutland, their starter. What are we going to see out of him today? Similar to yesterday. He's going to be 88, 90, 91. Um, good changeup. He likes to work down in the zone. Um, he's. I don't think he has the command that Will Jensen did yesterday. But uh, this, he beat Gonzaga last week. I mean, that's or two weeks ago. That's that's the one game they did win up there. But they they have quality pitching. You know, when Pepperdine runs a pitcher out there, he's going to be he's going to be a really good refined pitcher. And so it's going to be a lot like yesterday. Okay, Coach, let's go get one. We'll talk to you in the postgame. All right. Thanks, Brent. All right, back here at uh, Pepperdine, Eddie D. Field in Malibu, California. Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slade. Let's go over the starting lineups. First for the visiting BYU Cougars. Cougars come in 13 wins, 11 losses on the year, two wins and five losses in the West Coast Conference. Brendan Anderson lead it off. He'll play at second base. Jarrett Perns moves up and bats second uh, this afternoon. He'll play in center field. Daniel Sneeman, the shortstop, bats third. Brock Hale in right, bats fourth. Keaton Kringlin will be the DH. He'll bat fifth. Batting sixth is Brian Sue, the first baseman. Nate Favero at third base, bats seventh. Mitch McIntyre in left field, bats eighth. And Noah Hill gets the start behind the plate. Tonight for the Cougars, the uh, junior out of Flower Mound, Texas, uh, 20 at-bats on the year for Noah Hill. And on the hill for the Cougars is uh, Hayden Rogers. Rogers, three wins, two losses. The six-foot, 195-pound senior out of Mesa, Arizona, will take the hill for this very important game for the BYU Cougars. For the homestanding Pepperdine Waves, Chase Lambert will lead it off. He'll play at shortstop. Brent, Brent Belk will be at first base. He'll be followed by Matthew Canfer, the right fielder. Jordan Kazar, the DH, will bat cleanup. Quincy McAfee at second base bats fifth. Corey Wills in center field will bat sixth. Josh Davis in left field will bat seventh. Third baseman Billy Cook, the freshman out of Monument, Colorado, bats eighth. And uh, Joe Kapularis is the catcher. He will bat ninth. And pitching this afternoon for the uh, Waves is Christian Stoutman. Stoutman, uh, three wins, no losses, 2.84 earned run average for Stoutman. So, again, another challenge uh, with Stoutman on the plate. This will be his seventh start. He's on 31 innings. Given up 26 hits, uh, 25, uh, let's see, how many strikeouts? Uh, 25. 
25 strikeouts in those 31 innings, 15 base on ball. So has had a little control problem at times, but uh, uh, opponents only hitting 224 off this right-hander. So, again, a challenge for the Cougars with his Pepperdine pitching staff. Yeah, Stoutman's a guy who pitches very well at home. His last two starts in conference play, he actually has a conference play ERA around 6.5. He hasn't been great, but they've been on the road. So early in the preseason, the reason why he has such a good ERA overall at a 2.8 is because he's fantastic at home. He pitches to this yard. He's 88 to 91 with a good slider. He wants you to swing and miss at his slider. So another challenge today, but a guy that I think the Cougs can get on top of. Stoutland, a junior out of Calabasas, California. 6'2", 185-pound right-hander, and we are ready for baseball. Cougars and Waves game two of this uh, three-game set tomorrow. Uh, We'll be back on the air at uh, 2 o'clock Utah time, 1 o'clock here on the Pacific Coast, as we'll finish this series up. Brennan Anderson, two for four in uh, yesterday's ball game. We'll lead it off. He'll be followed by Perns and then Schneeman. Defensively, the Waves with Belk at first, McAfee at uh, second, Lambert at short, Cook at third, Josh Davis in left, Corey Wills in center, Matthew Canfer in right, and Joe Capuris behind the plate. And we are ready for baseball as Anderson steps in. Brennan hitting 3 3 has been very hot as of late. This week had a great game against UVU with a grand slam and came back with two hits. Yesterday, and we've got a brand-new umpiring crew today. Dave, Dave Gimby is behind the plate. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a new crew brought in mid, uh, uh, you know, mid-series. mid Pitches up high. No, that's over for a strike. 0-2. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that ball looks a little up that they gave him. That ball looked like it was up and in, and Gimby yeah. uh, called the strike. Anderson looked around in disbelief, and he's quickly behind in the count, 0-2. Oh, Pitch to Anderson, a swing and a miss. As Anderson goes down on the slider, one man out. That'll bring uh, Jarrett Perns to the plate. You see that slider. Boy, that seems to be a staple of this staff's uh, pitching. As yeah, we saw love. four guys or three guys yesterday, just uh, the out pitch, definitely the slider. Perns one for three yesterday. Now a base hit down the left field line. Perns around first base, and he will hold right there. Left fielder got the ball back in quickly, so Jarrett Perns. Loves to swing at that first pitch, and he singles to left. Yeah, good swing right there. Got that fastball elevated and put a good swing to it. I thought he might actually take off for a double and see if he could get there, but hard turn and decided to stay. You know, he didn't really go after it hard going to first. I think he was thinking single all the way and yeah. then, then looked up and thought, well, maybe I could do it. But uh, probably the conservative play, the best play right there is yeah, Schneeman absolutely. steps in. If there was two, out, two outs, he might have tried to stretch that a little bit to try to get to second with two. But... Good decision. Daniel Schneeman was uh, two for four last night. And the first pitch from Stoutland is outside ball one. No uh, lights in this ballpark as the uh, city will not allow any overhead lighting. So all games played down here are done in the afternoon. This park in St. Mary's, the only two fields in the uh, West Coast Conference uh, that play all afternoon contests. Runner at first base for the Cougars. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Daniel Sneeman. Stoutland taking a long time now. He throws the first and uh, Perns back in safely. Jarrett does not have a stolen base or an attempt this year, but he's got good speed. Just hasn't had really the opportunity to to yeah. uh, steal a bag. Really hasn't. 
Another throw to first, and again, Perns back in safely. You know, he actually, a couple of times, he's actually taken off, but the hitter, it wasn't a hit and run, actually swung at the pitch and put it in place, so kind of took it away opportunity for him. 1-0, here's the pitch to Sneeman. Ball hit pretty well, center fielder going back, Corey Wills. Back just in front of the track for the catch in the out. Again, a ball hit very well by Schneeman, but in this big ballpark with that wind blowing in, almost impossible to hit that ball out from left center to right center. Yeah, he hit that ball as hard as he possibly can, and unless you're going to hit it down the line, that ball is going to stay in the yard every single time. We saw that twice yesterday with Brock Hill where he got robbed of a couple of balls because of the wind and the air. Brock Hill steps in 0 for 3 yesterday with Perns at first base. Christian Stoutland is the right-handed starter for the Waves. Cougars have Hayden Rogers. He will throw from the left side. And the first pitch to Brock Hill is over for a strike. Well, here early, it appears that uh, strike zone pretty generous today. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> if you're going to give the down pitch and the up pitch, that could be a, a long day for the hitters. Good news for the pitchers. Yeah. Quick throw to first, and again, Perns uh, back in safely. Cougars uh, come in uh, 13 wins, 11 losses. Mike Littlewood down in the third base coaching box in his sixth year leading this BYU team. And here is the 0-1 pitch to Brock Hill, little looper. Long run for the right fielder. He's coming hard, and he is going to get there and make the catch for the out. Good play by Camper out there, able to run that down. Cougars retired, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through a half an inning, Cougars nothing. And the Waves come into the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Aiden Rogers taking his final warm-up tosses here at Eddie D. Field on the campus of Pepperdine University. Noah Hill behind the plate here today. Uh, Brian Sue at first, Brendan Anderson at second, Schneeman at short, and Nate Favero at third. Left field is Mitch McIntyre, Jared Perns in center, Brock Hale in right. And Chase Lambert will step in. He is the shortstop for the Waves. He was 0 for 3 yesterday, senior out of right here out of Malibu. He's hitting 292 so far this year. Defensively, uh, I was impressed with uh, Pepperdine yesterday. They made several good plays in the infield. First pitch down low, ball one. Yeah, you can see the success that they want to have here. They want to have good pitching and good defense. Offensively, they're not they're not great offensively as far as power goes, but they play to their yard. Speed team that puts the ball in play and good little squad. Pitches ground, hit line shot right at Favero. Had to reach behind him actually make yes, the he catch. Did. Good play by Nate Favero to Rob Lambert of a base hit on a, a ball really stung hard. Really good play there by Nate. That ball was hit real well. Looked like it was almost past him when yeah. Nate reacted and yeah. got that long arm up and snagged it. Yeah, it's a good thing he's 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", whatever he is. I've got him listed at 6'5", yeah. so we'll go with we'll that. We'll go with that. Yeah, there we go. Good play by Favero and uh, Brent Belk steps in, first baseman. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. Belk uh, a hit yesterday in an RBI in three at-bats. He is a redshirt freshman out of Houston, Texas. Here's Rogers 
Ball hit again. This one to Farrell on the Farrell on the ground. Knocks it down. Drops it and then makes the throw low to Sue. So that'll be an error on Favero. Yeah, not a tough play. I mean, just a little bit one step to his left. He bobbles it. He had plenty of time because it was hit so well. And he rushed it. And Brian Sue did a fantastic job of just wearing that ball and making sure that it didn't get behind him. And, you know, that ball could have turned into a triple with as much foul territory as here. So... Good job there by Sue, but another tough break in the first inning for the Cougs defensively. I agree with you. Favero had plenty of time, but I think he just rushed the throw. And uh, Sue was able to, to take that ball off the chest. So a runner at first base, Matthew Kanfer now, the right fielder, steps in. And the first pitch from uh, Hayden Rogers is over for a strike. You know, Hayden, if he struggled this year, it's been early it has, in his yeah. outings. So, uh, his first innings have been his toughest inning. Watch him uh, early in this ball game. Usually if he can get through the first inning or two, he settles in. Used to be the number three starter for the Cougars. Moved up to the uh, number two spot with uh, Ryan Brady going out with a problem with his elbow. Brady had surgery last week. Uh, our uh, thoughts are with him. Hopefully a quick recovery, and we'll have him back on the mound next year for the Cougars. Yeah, we can't wait to get that kid back. He's a kid who has a bright future. Going back to Hayden, his first inning struggles, and you know what's really hurt him is there's been some errors in the first inning that he hasn't been able to overcome. So hopefully today he can find a way to, to not let that get in his head and affect his first inning. No balls and two strikes to uh, Matthew Canfer. The right fielder. And here is Rogers' pitch. That's just off the plate for a ball. That's a good spot, 0-2. Just off the plate to see if you can chase it. But uh, nothing grooved to, to give up an 0-2 hit. It's been a while since we've seen Noah Hill behind the plate as he gets the start here for BYU. And here is the one-two pitch from Rogers, Just missed inside two and two. And that's the thing I love about Hayden. He's not afraid. No, he's Even not. Even he doesn't have the great velocity to bust you inside. Those he right-handed will. hitters. And that's what makes him so good is because he can throw that fastball in that he trusts and then throw that changeup running away. So it really keeps the hitters off balance. Two balls, two strikes, runner at first base. And the pitch from Rogers, runner going. That ball is hit into left field, base hit. So Pepperdine will have runners at first and second base with one man out. Yeah, it wasn't hit hard, just found a hole in the sixth hole. Schneeman was actually taken off for second with the runner taken off. And if maybe he wasn't moving, possibly he could have maybe got there with that strong arm and made a play. But a little C&I single there for the Waves. Runner was moving on the pit, so I don't think Seaman could have got the lead runner, but no. possibly the the hitter as uh, Jordan Kassar steps in, the DH. An error and a single, and uh, Pepperdine with runners at first and second base. And here is Rogers' pitch. Her ball just off the plate for ball one. So it looks like his zone won't be wide, but it could be up and down because those pitches on the outside corner look close. We're a little off-centered, so yeah. sometimes it's hard to tell. But there's a couple of close pitches he's balled this inning. Yeah, we'll give him a couple innings here and see yeah. how he settles in. Dave uh, Gimby, the home plate umpire. Here's the 1-0. Sarf 
Fouls it up and up and out of play. Right behind the uh, Cougar dugout down the third base side. Almost hit Rogers' dad. Yeah, Rogers, a couple of rows behind uh, Rogers' parents there. So the count, a ball and a strike to Kassar. And here is Rogers' pitch. That's down low, gets away from Noah Hill, and the runners both advance. Boy, big break right there for Pepperdine. Ball in the dirt, it just popped right up and over the the helmet of uh, Noah Hill. He couldn't find it, yeah, and the couldn't runners find were able to advance. Well, and that's tough here because now second and third, and you got a guy who loves to hit the ball in the air. That's what he does is hit fly balls. So he's sitting in a perfect situation right here. Rodgers again from the stretch. Here's the uh, 2-1 pitch, and that's off the plate for ball three. Rodgers takes a second look in. And as wide as that zone was in the top of the inning, it's, it seems to have uh, shrunk a little bit here in the bottom. Definitely has. It's hard to tell what he's going to call right here. Three balls, one strike. And here's the pitch to Kazar. Ball hit pretty well down right field line, up and out of here. Home run by Jordan Kazar. And the wave's up three to nothing here quickly. Kazar just hooked that ball right down the line, and that's one place you can hit it out. Yeah, like with we this talked ballpark. about. Yeah, I mean, line drive right there. Got to a 3-1 count and gave him a breaking ball, and he hammered that pitch and hooked it down the line, just like you said, and that's the one place on both lines that you can hit a home run. 30 RBIs now by Kazari's fifth home run of the year. And the air, the walk, and the home run. And Pepperdine up here early as Quincy McAfee, second baseman, steps in. Boy, that ball just had some hook spin on it. And it got out of here in a hurry. Yes, Brock Hale knew. Just took a couple of steps toward the line, and he could tell that that ball was well out of here. Now Jeremy Thomas, the pitching coach for the Cougars, out to have a little chat with Rodgers. And we've talked about Rodgers' troubles in the first inning. I remember at Auburn, the air on the first hitter of that inning, and Jordan could never recover from that one. And uh, much the same here today. Got the uh, first guy on the line drive out to Favero. Then Favero booted a ball. Single by Canfer and the three-run home run by Kassar. And Pepperdine up here early as McAfee will step in. McAfee, a uh, sophomore out of Houston, Texas. First pitch, line drive, base hit. That ball will be a foul ball. Wow. Wow. That ball was hooking foul. Looked like it was going to be fair all the way for extra bases. Saw that yesterday with Kringlin where anything down that line, it just keeps hooking. I thought for sure. That headed over Nate Favero's head into the outfield and hooked hard left. A good break there by the Cougs, though. So McAfee will come back. One ball and one strike. The count to the second baseman. And Rodgers again from the windup. Here's the uh, pitch. It's over for a strike. One and two. Pepperdine 11 and 13 overall, 3 and 4 in the conference. 
They've won 27 games against BYU and lost 16 all time in this series. There's a foul ball up. And Fouled off the TV off the production t- truck. Yeah, the TV <laughs> truck. Yeah, where the truck's parked, it's kind of right in no man's is. land. Again, the 1-2 to McAfee. Ball fouled off again down the third base side. One man out, three runs in for Pepperdine here in the first. Pepperdine beat the Cougars yesterday two to nothing. One of those runs was unearned. That pitches up high, two and two. On deck is Corey Wills. He is the center fielder. This Pepperdine team only hitting 234 on the years. Coach Littlewood said Kazar is really the only big difference maker on that offensive team, and he showed it right Right there on that home run. Yes, he did. That ball got out in a hurry, didn't it? Big, strong kid. Three and two. And the pitch from Hayden Rogers, fly ball. In comes uh, Brock Hill. He's there under it, makes the catch for out number two. So two men down, and Corey Wills, center fielder, comes up. A day much like yesterday. Wind's not blowing quite as hard as we saw early in yesterday's game, but uh, that marine layer just uh, burned off here about an hour or so ago. Yeah, a few more clouds in the sky today than it was yesterday, but beautiful day. And the first pitch to Wills is inside ball one. And I'm telling you, Pacific Coast Highway was worse than it was yesterday. Yes, it today. was. <laughs> it took us an hour and a half to get here when it normally should take a half hour. 17 minutes. Or 17-mile drive. There's a one hopper out to Schneeman. Daniels got it. He'll throw to first for the out. And Pepperdine retired here, but not before they got three runs on two hits. There was an error. Nobody left. We're through one complete. Pepperdine three. Cougars nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Go to the second inning. Cougars uh, down three to nothing. Keaton Kringlin will lead it off. He'll be followed by Sue and then Favero. Stroutland's first pitch out hits uh, Kringlin. Came in, got him up on the shoulder. So Keaton is hit by a pitch. And as we've seen the whole year, West Coast Conference is upside down so far this year. As uh, St. Mary's came back to beat Gonzaga three to two last night. That was at St. Mary's. Portland scored nine late in that ballgame to beat Santa Clara 11-9. LMU beat Pacific 13-4. And San Francisco stayed undefeated, beating uh, San Diego 8-4. So right now San Francisco on top of the league with a 7-0 mark. LMU won. They're 6-1. And then everybody else has got at least three losses. A lot of parity in the league this year. First pitch is down low to Sue. And I guess that's the good news for the Cougars. They're right now 2-5. They're still... Right Back there. in it. Yeah, I mean, right there. you look at the last couple of years, uh, talking and the Cougars have gone on some streaks that have been phenomenal. Yeah. And you're hoping they can kind of do that same thing this year. Want to know the count to Brian Sue. Throw to first and Kringlin back in. I saw Kringlin uh, running pretty normally today, taking, actually took uh, infield practice out there and left and looks uh, better yeah, and better. Getting closer, getting closer. 
That ball lined it to center field, base hit. So Sue with a base hit, and the Cougars with runners at first and second base with uh, nobody out. And that will bring Favero to the plate. Also uh, last night, Utah upset number one, Oregon State, 8-7 to seven up in Salt Lake. And what, Utah's fourth or fifth win against 19 or 20 losses yeah. this year. Boy, you just never know. You just never know. That's, that's the crazy thing about baseball is on any given night, a team can go out there and compete and have a chance to win. It was a good win for them. They almost tried to blow it in the ninth inning. Had a couple guys on for Oregon State, chance to tie, and had second and third with one out and uh, only could get one across. But in Utah was able to hold on. Nate Favero steps to the plate. Down three. I don't know. Sacrifice situation here or not. I I'm think just, it would I'm be. I'm sure Coach Littlewood's just looking to get a run across. If Nate was playing a little better, he might. He might uh, He might let him swing here, you know. But uh, because he's been struggling, he's batting about 217 now. 211. Yeah. yeah. I was giving him a few points there. <laughs> he was 217 yeah. starting yesterday. That's right. That's yesterday right. he was 0 for 3. Coach is asking about a balk and why that's not a balk because he's picking to an unoccupied base because the runner, the, the he's not holding on first. And when you do this quick spin move to first, you're supposed to throw to the bag. And the guy who's at first isn't, isn't on there the bag, so the it should be a balk. Right. Favero steps in. Stroutland from the stretch. We'll look at Mike at Kringlin at the second base. And here's the pitch to Nate Favero way outside for a ball. 1-0. and Well, the Cougars with a hit batter and a single here, trying to kind of jump back into this game. And as uh, on the pregame show, Coach Littlewood said, hey, you know, we've got four guys hitting every game, but the other five aren't. Yeah, and he says, until you start hitting up and down six, seven, eight guys, he says, it's going to be tough scoring runs. It is, yeah. And that's what's been like all year. There's, like you said, four or five guys that are hot and the other guys aren't. We've only had a few games this year where the whole lineup is really, you know, and that was UVU yeah. on Tuesday where yeah. the whole lineup kind of all each had a piece of it. But uh, Rolando Gardens, the pitching coach, out quickly to talk to Stroutland. I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of the major league games. I, I love that six-visit rule per game. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, cool. You know, that's going to speed the game up. Yes, it is. And the new uh, uh, ball four, take your base rule, too, right. is uh, quick, and quick ball four as well now on intentional walk. One and oh, the count. And here is Troutland's pitch, and this time Favero does score to bunt, takes the pitch inside for a ball. So Nate didn't show bunt on the first pitch, showed bunt there and took a pitch inside. Yeah, a little cat and mouse game between what they're going to do here. And with Kringlin nursing that injury, you know, the hamstring, he's got to be a good bunt to be able to get Nate down to third base. Pitch to uh, Favero is down low for a ball. We talked about Stroutland with the 15 walks so far this year. And we're seeing it right here in this inning as he has uh, struggled with the command. Yeah, and he keeps, uh, after every pitch, walking all the way around the mound, taking a lot of time. So he's not comfortable right now. It's a time to really make him pay. Three balls, no strikes. Undoubtedly a take on here for Favero. And that pitch is over for a strike. Took a little bit off and just make sure he got one over the zone. And, yeah, Stratland, I agree with him. Man, he, I don't know if I've ever seen a guy walk completely off the mound onto the grass after every pitch. After every pitch and then walks behind the mound. And it's a, it's a long process. 
wasting a lot of burnt energy there doing that. Three balls and a strike as Favero steps back in. And here is Stroutland's pitch, and Favero hits one right at the center fielder. He'll make the catch for the out. So Nate unable to advance anybody. He hit it hard, but right at uh, Corey Wills. One man out, and Mitch McIntyre, left fielder, steps in. That's interesting. The Cougars, uh, you know, they they haven't lacked for runners in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, we've had runners on. Haven't been able to move guys up, haven't been able to knock guys in. Just the little things offensively that haven't been done there. And, again, you think about bunting, you think about not, and your guy that usually a good hitter has been struggling, hits a line drive right at center. It's like just those little things for those guys just can't go the right way. They haven't been going the right way early. McIntyre steps in. Mitch, two hits yesterday. Freshman out of uh, Stansbury High out in Tooele. And the first pitch to McIntyre is inside, ball one. Pepperdine with three runs on two hits in the bottom of the first. Three-run home run by their DH has staked him here to a quick lead. As McIntyre steps back in. Rick Kurtenstein, the head coach here at uh, Pepperdine in his third year as the head man. Pitches over for a strike, one and one. Kurtenstein, a longtime assistant here of Steve Rodriguez. Rodriguez went on to uh, Baylor. I'm sure the, uh, the the coffers of the Big 12 came calling to Absolutely. Rodriguez. And he had, he had played here. He had won a title here in 92. And so Rodriguez moved to Baylor, and Hurtenstein, who was his lead assistant, took over. Really struggled last year, 21's 32 losses. And here's the 1-1 pitch. That's outside for ball two. Yeah, and Pepperdine just won the league, what, two years ago, 2015? 2015, they won the league. They won it in 14. Last year they were eight wins, 19 losses in the conference. It's not like typical Pepperdine, that's for sure. This is definitely a big-time baseball school here. Yeah, a lot of history. Seventeen conference championships here for the Waves. McIntyre hammers one right center field. That's going to be through, and that's going to get to the wall. One run scores, and they're going to hold Sue at second base. So Mitch McIntyre, a big double, has put the Cougars on the board here. Yeah, just the hit the Cougs been waiting for, you know, get a big clutch, clutch hit. Good decision there by Coach Holden Sue. Sue kind of had to freeze a little bit on the liner, but one out guy on guy on third. You know, you don't want to get another guy thrown out the plate on a close play, and, and they did a great job of cutting that off. If it got to the wall, I think Sue scores, but because they were able to cut it off, he could only go first to third. Noah Hill now steps in, first at bat for Hill in a while. He's had uh, 20 at-bats this year, hitting 250. Still has yet to pick up an RBI, but a great opportunity here. Runner, the uh, defenders at the corners, about even with the bag, but they're back up the middle, so any ball hit up the middle will score a run for the Cougars as Hill steps in. And Noah, the uh, uh, backup catcher from Flower Mound, Texas, a junior. He's a grinder, line drive hitter guy, puts the ball in play. He's also a good bunter. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe coach calls some sort of a safety squeeze here or something like that to get another run across the board. Good speed at third base with Sue. And great speed at second. So, 
And first pitch to Noah Hill. That's outside for a ball. Well, you love to see the Cougars battling back like this after giving up the three-run home run. Absolutely. Well, it's just good to see a run on the board yeah. after yesterday. You get shut out. We don't get shut out very often. So just to get a run across the board kind of gets that monkey off the back and see if we can add to it. One ball, no strikes to count. Pepperdine with a couple of guys down in the pen starting to stretch a little bit. And here's the 1-0 pitch. Hill a big swing and a miss at a slider. One and one to count. As we'd mentioned, uh, Noah Hill with uh, 20 at-bats this year has five hits. All of them have been singles. And he had the craziest hit of the, of, that I've ever seen a couple weeks ago against uh, LMU, one that was going foul. And little spinner down the line. There's a bunt attempt, on, just like you said, on the, the safety squeeze, and Hill can't get it down. Bunts it right back up over the top of the screen here into the crowd. Yeah, got a fastball to hit, and the bunt and just bunted it straight back. So now Hill will step back in there, down one and two in the count. Big at right, uh, bat right here for Noah. Yeah, you got to find a way to put a ball in play right here. Stoutland from the stretch looks at third, and here is the one-two pitch. Noah pops it up foul. Out of play. Came back with that slider. Hill stayed on that pitch a lot better than the first one he swung and missed at. You yeah, mentioned it. yesterday uh, the Pacific Ocean out over the left field wall here. This campus located right on Pacific Coast Highway here in Malibu. Beautiful place, but terrible traffic. <laughs> the worst ever. Awful today. One and two the count. Here's the pitch. Hill hits this ball out toward the second baseman. Run will score. Good job by Hill. Got the ball in play. Yeah, it's a great job. And the Cougars pick up their second run. Of the inning. Really great, great team at bat right there. Just to find a way to do your job with two strikes, hit a ball to second, and cut that lead in half. And now it's a one-run game. Now you have your you know, your stud and Brennan Anderson up with two outs with, you know, kind of got hosed, I thought, thought in his first at bat with a couple of strike calls. But guy you want up right here to tie, have a chance to tie the game. Tie and run at third base as Brennan Anderson steps up against Stoutland. And the first pitch to Anderson, a swing and a miss for strike one. Boy, great job by Hill. Hasn't had too many at-bats. Really a pressure situation right yeah, there for the young man. Yeah, a big time. Came through, and again, you never know. You, you prove yourself. You knock in some runs. You might find yourself in the lineup a little more. Absolutely. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Anderson swings and misses, and Brennan quickly down 0-2. Yeah, both sliders out of the zone that he swings at. And, he's, you know, he struggled with that this year. He's swinging at some sliders away. When he gets pitches that are strikes and he swings at those, he usually has success. He gets himself in trouble when he swings at the pitcher's pitch. 0-2. Stoutland's pitch, and Anderson swings and misses and goes down for the second time in the ballgame. Cougars retired. They did get two runs. They got those two runs on two base hits. There were no errors and one man left. We're through an inning and a half. 3-2 Pepperdine over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 
Josh Davis will lead it off for Pepperdine. We go to the bottom of the second inning. First pitch over for a call strike. Josh Davis, Billy Cook, and then Joe Kapuris, the three hitters, seven, eight, nine in the order. Aiden Rogers, uh, the beneficiary of the two runs the Cougars scored there. That's got to make him feel a little bit better. Only down by a run now, and the pitch is over for a strike, 0 and 2. Yeah, great job by the offense to go ahead and answer that from Pepperdine. Here's the 0-2 pitch just off the plate. A ball and two strikes to Davis. He was 0 for 3 yesterday. He is a senior out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, playing in left field. Same exact lineup uh, for the Waves as last night. Ooh. Pitch. And, uh, and Hayden Rogers just not getting any calls right now. Yeah, he's definitely not getting that inside fastball, which I think is, you know, getting in his head a little bit. Two balls, two strikes. Here's Rogers' pitch, a swing and a miss. Gets him now. Great changeup. First strike out of the game by Rogers, and that will bring Billy Cook to the plate, third baseman. Took a young man out of Monument, Colorado, had a chance to talk with some of his family members. He's an LDS kid out of Monument, and he's a freshman. 6'1", 180. Good-looking player. Had a triple in uh, yesterday's game to knock in the second run. And the first pitch to Cook is outside, ball one. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Cook. That ball right off the end of the bat on the changeup foul. And the count evens up at a ball and a strike. Feels like that wind is really dying down now. Here's the pitch, and that's over for a strike. One and two. Eddie D. Field, 330 down the lines here. 400 to straight away. Centerfield, they do not have any markings on this uh, with how far they are, but I've seen that in their, their press guide. Strike three called on the inside hey, corner. There it is. Two it men can, out. It can be called, huh, Brent? <laughs> I wasn't sure if we are going to get one of those today. Kapuras, usually umpires are waiting to go into they that. Are. Uh, yeah. Bringing them up. That's where they get to show their little mechanics. and How athletic they are. Exactly. <laughs> It's still weird that we have a whole new crew today on a conference I, series. I'll have to ask Coach Lowood after. I'm not sure why or that would happen. Here's the first pitch to Joe Kapuris, and that is over for a strike. Kapuris when we, over three yesterday. When we played Northridge, we had, for the first three games, we had the same umpires, but for the fourth game on Monday, which is a couple days later, they changed it up. Oh, one pitch fouled out of play. Which you can see that two days later, you know, you're playing one more game. You get a local, another local crew in and uh, and do that. But for a conference weekend, I've never seen that before. Now, granted, I haven't been here as long as you have, so. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen injuries to umpires yeah. and guys come in, but uh, checked his swing, but he went around and Hayden Rogers strikes out the side here. Great inning. In the second inning, we're through two. 3-2 Pepperdine over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey Cougar Nation, it's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Jared Burns leads it off for the Cougars. We go to the third. Pepperdine leading BYU 3-2. We're in 
Malibu, California. Eddie D. Field. Burns fouls that pitch off, and the count uh, one and one. Jarrett singled his first time up back in the first inning. Burns now uh, two hits in uh, four at-bats in the series. As Christian Stoutland rocks and fires, and that pitch is over for a strike. It's a really good slider he has for the swing and miss pitch. He hasn't thrown it for a strike yet, though. The only time they've been a strike is when we've actually swung at it, so he needs to do a better job of getting that in zone. Here's the one, two, Perns. Slow roller out to the shortstop, who's got it. Throws the first for the out. Uh, Lambert, very strong arm at short, as we saw last night. One man out, and Daniel Schneeman, who flew out to deep center field his first time up there. Schneeman steps in with uh, a man out in the top of the third inning. Cougars uh, scored two runs on a couple of base hits. In the second inning, as uh, Sneeman takes a fastball over the outside corner for a strike. Stroutman, again from the windup, and that pitch is down low for a ball. Well, we talked about the tough schedule Cougars had coming into the conference with uh, LMU, Gonzaga, Pepperdine all lined up week after week after week, and and uh, knew it was going to be tough. Didn't know if it would be kind of two and five tough yet, yeah. but uh, Cougars have kind of dug themselves a hole in. Got to figure out a way to uh, dig themselves out. Yeah, a lot of games left, though, so they had that opportunity to at least do that. I think they'll come around. 2-1 pitch of Sneeman. Ball hit up. Second baseman McAfee's got it. And he throws the first for the uh, good play by McAfee. Made a couple of good plays yesterday, and there's another, another good one. Had to backhand it. Both McAfee and uh, Lambert, the middle infielders, tremendous arms. Two men out. And Brock Hale steps in. Yeah, they make it look easy out there. That's not an easy play on that backhand, but Schneeman's out by a couple steps. Hale steps in. First pitch is down low. Ball one. Brock flew out to right field. And the first inning to end the inning. Brock still looking for his first hit of the series, and there it is. Ball hit hard right up the middle. A two-out single by Hale will bring uh, Kringlin to the plate, who was hit by a pitch his first time. I'm going to start having you say that more often right as the pitch is coming. <laughs> looking for the first hit. There it is. Now batting number 17, Keaton Kringlin. Kringlin were in number 17. Was hit by a pitch to lead off the second. Came around to score on the double off the bat of McIntyre. As the Cougars uh, at bat here in the top of the third inning. And the pitch from Stroutland is down low, ball one. You know, San Francisco, uh, they are now 17 and 8 on the year. Having a really good uh, year. Just kind of come out of nowhere. Picked in the bottom half of the conference in the preseason, but. uh, Putting it together and uh, playing good baseball. Had a little bit, as you'd mentioned, a little bit of an easier schedule with Portland and Pacific right out of the chute. Yeah, they played the bottom half early, but then, hey, they took one from San Diego yesterday, and I wouldn't have guessed that they'd be 7-0 at this point. So good for them, playing good ball. Cougars uh, still with road trips to uh, Portland 
Santa Clara, uh, also San Francisco. And where else do we go? Seems well, like Santa Clara is more. actually at home. Or, we're, I mean, we're at St. Mary's. Mary's yeah. yeah, St. Mary's, Portland, and uh, San Francisco are the three remaining road trips. And the Cougars also have three remaining home series against uh, conference foes. And the pitch is uh, down low ball, too, as uh, San Diego Pacific and Santa Clara come to Provo. This is one of those off years when the Cougars have five home series and four away. Next year, impressive. They did that to win the conference title with with, uh, only having four home series. 3-0 pitch to Kringlin. That one is on the inside corner for a strike. Kringlin thought that pitch was in a little bit, looked around and smiled at the umpire as he was, took a couple of steps toward yeah, first base. He said, hey, sorry about that. My bad. Doesn't like to show him up and, and then get a borderline call against him here. The throw to first and uh, Brock Hill back in safely. With the major league camps all breaking up, we'll try to maybe let you know next week where some of our former Cougars are being placed in the minor leagues or possibly major leagues. Brugman... Hanneman have a chance. Pitch to Kringlin. Ball hit. Base hit into left field. Hale around second base. He'll hold right there. So a back-to-back hits by the Cougars. And that will bring Brian Sue to the plate. Good swing right there by Kringlin. Good effort by the third baseman. I thought he might snag that in the air on the dive. Five hits now by BYU in the game here early. Gonzaga and St. Mary's got a little early start. Uh, they're in the ninth inning, and Gonzaga leads St. Mary's uh, three to nothing. And guess why? Guess who's on the mound? They're a Friday starter. Uh, bees. Yeah, bees on the mound, up three nothing. It's a good pitcher. And San Diego leading uh, San Francisco one to nothing. That game in the bottom of the second. Thanks to uh, Ralph Zobel for his updates of those scores. Pitch to Sue is outside, ball one. Yeah, Coach dropped Sue in the order just for this position right here to be in the RBI situations. Had a nice hit his first at-bat. Be really huge to get another one here and and tie this game up with uh, all these hits being two out hits. Brian Sue, the junior out of San Ramon, steps back in. And the pitch. Sue hits his ball right center field. That ball is going to be in for extra bases. Cougars are going to score two as Sue with a double. And the Cougars lead this one by a score of four to three. Well, a little closer at the plate than I anticipated, but I remember Kringlin yeah. going to all the way from first base. But that ball got in the gap out there. And Brian Sue, a couple of big RBIs, and the Cougars take the lead 4-3. Yeah, great swing there. Like you said, when you first said he's going to score, I'm like, uh-oh, that's Kringlin. And he was halfway to home, and he's not running as well. He's running better. Hey, last week there's no shot he scores on that, but he gave a lot of effort there and was able to slide in there. Great piece of hitting by Sue. Fantastic job. And he was a little bit on fumes about halfway to yes, home. Yes, he was. <laughs> but he did score as Favero now steps in. Nate uh, flew out to center field his first time up. Now Pepperdine with a right-hander up in the pen. 
And the first pitch to Nate Favero is outside for a ball. Man, this could be really huge for Favero if he could find a way to get a hit here and, and get an RBI because he's just pressing so much. Being a senior leader who's struggling, hit a hard ball to center last time up. He just really needs to find a way to just to see first base safely. Pitch to Favero's outside for ball two. On deck is McIntyre. He doubled his first time at the plate today. And all this with two outs, that's fantastic inning. It's a back backbreaker for Pepperdine. You know, you think, hey, two outs, nobody on, and three hits in a row. Two balls and no strikes to the Cougar third baseman. Favero steps back in, batting from the left side. Here's the pitch to Nate. That's way outside for ball three. So the Cougars, uh, boy, they could have felt sorry for themselves after that first inning, but I'll tell you, impressed with the way they battled back here. Absolutely. No quitting these guys. Cougs are coming out and really competing right now. Like you said, they could have. They got punched in the face early with three-run home run, and it's like, oh, here you go again, and boom, right back at it, back-to-back crooked innings to take the lead. Especially after what happened here yesterday afternoon. Great to see the response so far. As Favero steps back in. Here is Stoutland's pitch. Favero hammers this one down the right field line. That's in for a base hit. Here comes the runner, Sue, and he will score. And the Cougars up 5-3. The Nate Favero two-out single. Hey, great job. Got a fastball, elevated 3-0. Coach trusts him so much as a senior at 3-0 with a guy batting probably 205 now. And got a fastball down the middle, and he hammers it to right. I thought it might actually stay up and get caught. But uh, hit so hard and down the line, stayed down, and great RBI. Cougars, this has all happened with two men out. Four consecutive hits by this BYU lineup, and McIntyre steps in. He had an RBI double his first time up. Cougars with two in the second, three more so far here in the third. And here's the pitch from Stratland to McIntyre. Good job by the catcher there, Kapuras, to keep that ball in front of him. That ball bounced about a foot in front of the plate. Yeah, Coach Trent Pratt's upset at Favero right now because especially with two outs, when you read that ball in dirt, you've got to take a chance to get to second. If you get thrown out, hey, so what? we got McIntyre leading yeah. off next inning early in the game. And the way that ball bounced away and in front of him, he'd have been in second easily in RBI position. You know, those are just the little things that you got to make sure you're constantly still doing. Secondary lead so important. It really is. And you've got to be awake with every pitch. Sometimes it's easy to kind of fall asleep a little bit out there. Like you said, each of those uh, 90 feet makes such a difference. They really do. In a ball game as uh, McIntyre steps back in. One ball and no strikes. And here is Stoutland's pitch. That's inside for ball two. Statland again off the mound, back onto the grass. And now he'll step back up on the mound. Yeah, real slow tempo. If you're a defender, you're it'll drive you nuts, yeah. you know. Nothing worse than sitting out there. Throw to first, Favero uh, back in safely. Cougars five runs on seven hits through here through uh, two and two-thirds innings. Another throw to first, and again, Favero 
slides back in safely. That's one thing Pepperdine does a really good job of. They hold runners really well. They like to throw over. Their pitchers have quick moves. Their catcher doesn't have a great arm, so they've been trained real well to find a way to keep them close so that they can't take off on them. 2-0 the count to McIntyre. Two men out. Four consecutive hits for the Cougars have scored three runs. The big hit being the Sioux double that knocked in two. And here is the 2-0 pitch to McIntyre, and that is down low, ball three. And again, the problem you have if you're a pitching coach or a head coach here, boy, you've still got a game and almost two games to play. You hate to go to the pen too early. Yeah, it makes it tough, especially when they used, uh, what, four guys yesterday. They brought in three guys after Jensen. So now those guys only threw, you know, an inning or so, which they can be available, but you don't want to go too early. 3-0, McIntyre. Set at the plate. Here's the pitch, and that is over for a strike. But at the same time, if you don't get there soon enough, all of a sudden this game could be a four or five run game before you get to the pin, which makes it a, a tough uphill climb. Yeah, the uh, guys yesterday, nobody threw more than an inning. Nobody threw more than 13 pitches yeah. for the Waves. So I'm sure their availability is good for today. Here's a 3-1 pitch, no another throw. The only concern we'd have, Will Jensen, we're hoping that he's okay, experienced some tightness in his in his arm. Yeah, he got can see a little it, forearm uh, tightness, so I hope he's okay, man. I really pull for that kid, local Utah kid, that you want to succeed. Three balls and one strike. He did get the win yesterday to go to 5-0 and on the year. McIntyre takes that pitch. It's up high, and McIntyre down to first base. And that will bring to the plate uh, Noah Hill, who grounded out, picked up an RBI, and uh, Rolando Garcia out of the uh, dugout quickly. And they're going to make a move to the pen. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cooper Chandler, the new pitcher for the Waves. Uh, Chandler, a freshman out of uh, Frisco, Texas, wearing number 12. Chandler is a 6'2", 190-pounder, Wakeland High School in Frisco, Texas, and he will face Noah Hill with runners at first and second baseman. Two men out. Cougars have put three on the board after two men were retired here quickly in the inning. And Chandler's first pitch, and that ball is hammered to left center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. Here comes Favero. He'll score. And the Cougars with another run. They lead now. Six to three as they put four on the board here in the third inning. Fantastic swing by Noah. You know, when they bring in a relief pitcher out of the pen in this situation, what's he going to do? He's going to come with a fastball right away. And he was on time for it and was able to uh, get a nice line drive single and add another run. That will bring up uh, uh, Brennan Anderson. He's the ninth guy to come to the plate for the Cougars. A little spark plug in Hill. Two at-bats, two RBIs. Nice to see. Noah's first two RBIs of the year. And Anderson will step to the plate. Brennan, uh, a pair of strikeouts so far here. As Cooper Chandler's first pitch to Anderson. That ball's hit up the middle. Second baseman going over. He's not going to get there. Here comes the runner, McIntyre. And McIntyre scores easily. And the Cougars with five on the board here in the inning. They now lead seven to three. Fantastic. What is that, six straight hits now? Or seven? Six straight hits with a, with a walk in between. Oh, that's right. 
So four hits, a walk, and then two more hits, and the Cougars are going to hit around here as Jarrett Perns steps in. He led the inning off for BYU with a ground out to the shortstop. Hill at second base, Anderson at first base, and Perns the hitter. Jarrett uh, coming into the ballgame hitting 382 on the year. Quick throw back, and uh, Noah Hill just back in front of the tag by the second baseman, McAfee. Man, that right fielder is playing shallow, and Perns has some good pop, especially the other way. We've seen him a ton in practice, go right center and down the right field line off the wall. So, man, if he could hit one down the right field line here, that's going to be two more runs. Perns steps in. Here is uh, Cooper Chandler from the stretch, and that pitch is down low for a ball. You know, Perns, you know, I've noticed uh, yesterday the uh, Wave outfield playing very shallow for Perns, much more shallow for him than anybody. Yeah. And Perns with a home run this year. He's got some pretty good pop. And some doubles off the wall, too, that just barely missed for home runs. Are you 1-0 the count as the Cougars uh, have exploded for five runs. And there's a ball hammered down the left field line. That ball is going to hook foul. Man. Perns hit it hard, but again, like we see in this ballpark, any ball hit down that way just seems to have a lot of hook on it. By the time that thing landed, it was about 10 feet foul. Every ball down the line hooks foul. <laughs> Every one. It's like the Bermuda Triangle out there. You just you, It's unbelievable. You look at this field now as we've talked to Coach Littlewood in the pregame, and, boy, it is slanted. Yeah. Right field especially is much higher than home plate. That left and field. everything drains toward, yeah. appears to drain toward that left it field does. line. It really does. One ball, one strike to count. And pitch to Perns is a slider over for a strike, one and two. Where that left fielder is playing now with Perns up, he's just hugging the line. There's a huge gap in left center. Problem is, if he hit it in left center, it'd probably hook to where the left fielder's at. (laughs) Five runs for the Cougars in the inning. And here's the pitch. Perns hammers one center field, base hit. Noah Hill, they're going to hold him right there. Ball was hit so hard that they could not score him. So another hit by this BYU team. Ten on the day now. And that will bring Schneeman to the plate. Looked like a curveball up in the zone, and Perns hit it hard. Yeah, normally coach would definitely send somebody there, but they're playing shallow with Perns, and it was a one-hopper. The outfielder has a fantastic arm. And when you got things going, was that seven hits now? With two Seven outs. hits with two outs. It's like, man, hey, well, you got things going. Let the next guy up. The inning was started by Perns, who grounded out to the shortstop. Then Schneeman grounded the second baseman. And then, since then, Cougars have sent uh, eight guys to the plate. Seven hits and a walk. And Schneeman trying to join the hit parade here with bases loaded. Two men out. And Cooper Chandler, the right-hander, on the hill, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. Cougars fell behind in this game, three to nothing. Then they came back with two in the second, five so far here in the third inning. I'm Grady. I want two more. I want two more. Chandler working again from the stretch with the bases Loaded, and that pitch is up high, ball two. Looked like Chandler tried to throw a change there. Yeah, he did. More Just a, got away from him. More of a fastball slider guy, but righties sometimes don't trust throwing sliders to lefty-handed hitters because they can kind of just drop their barrel to it. 
and get a line drive out of it. So trying to throw a change up there, but it was nowhere close. Two balls, no strikes. Good count here for Schneeman. Daniel takes that one down low, ball three. It's going to be taken all the way here. On deck, Brock Hale. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that because uh, Favero had a 3-0. <laughs> yeah. You never know, but you would think that would be the case here. Yeah, for sure. Chandler, the young freshman, struggling here in this uh, outing. And the pitch to Sneeman, that is over for a strike. Taken all the way, 3-1. and one. Yeah, pressure's all on Chandler right here. So Daniel just has to be very selective here and still get his pitch because, hey, make him get to 3-2 here. He's, got, he's the one with bases loaded. Chandler again from the stretch. That's down low, gets away from the catcher, but it doesn't matter. The run will score. And the Cougars have put six on the board now. As Noah Hill comes in from third base. Gives Schneeman an RBI, number 20 on the year for Daniel to take the team lead. And now you got Brock Hill who started this whole thing with a hit. So Brock Hale steps in. Eight to three now for BYU. As Hale stepping in. Pitch from Chandler, ball hit. Shortstop on a big hop, throws to second for the out, and the Cougars are retired in the inning. Cougars with six runs on seven hits. There were no errors, three runners left. We are through two and a half, 8-3 Cougars over Pepperdine on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Well, the Cougars score six in the third. They lead eight to three here. Over uh, Pepperdine. Pepperdine will send the top of the order. Chase Lambert will come up. He lined out to Favero his first time up there. Lambert, Belk, and Canford do up. Cougars with eight runs on ten hits through three innings. They were retired on one hit in the first, came back with two in the second, six in the third, and the impressive thing about that third inning was it was all done with two men out. It really was. Unbelievable. Great inning. Best inning of the year for yeah. the Cougs. Talk about a two-out rally. That was a Couldn't have come at a better time. 0-1 the count. Pitch from Hayden Rogers is over for a strike. And Hayden, who walked to the dugout down 3 to nothing after one, has got to feel like new life out yeah, there with does. a five-run lead. Well, he's passed his first inning, so I expect him to cruise here. That's what he does, right? Struck out the side in the second, so... Uh, Came out, looked great. Pitches off the plate. Cougars have gotten a great contribution out of Noah Hill behind the plate with a RBI ground out and an RBI single. And up and down the lineup in that uh, third inning, Cougars did a, a great job. Line drive, Brock Hale going back a couple of steps. He's there and makes the play for the out. Yeah, good hitting there. Got a fastball elevated that he hit a hard shot, but Brock's right there. One man out. And that will bring uh, Brent Belk to the plate. Belk uh, got things started in the first inning as he grounded the ball to Favero, who booted it. Eventually a three-run home run by Kazar. The cleanup here was the way Pepperdine got on the board. And the pitch to Belk. This ball's hit out to Brennan Anderson. Brennan will love it and throw the first for the out. Well, that's the way you like to answer when you score six. Is Absolutely. Come out 
shut the team down. We'll see if they can get another out here with uh, Matthew Kanfer coming up. He singled his first time up. Well, and these two hitters are, they're kind of like the wheel of Pepperdine. They're their guys that, when guys are on base, these are the guys that come through for them. So keep these guys, keep the guys off base in front of them, and it makes it easier to pitch to these guys. Kanfer steps in, first pitch fouled straight back. No balls and a strike. Kassar is on deck. Aiden Rogers, two, three wins, two losses on the year. Taking over as that number two uh, starter for the Cougars in the rotation. That pitch is over for a strike. Boy, something about that first inning with Hayden. That's yeah, weird. It really is. Maybe have him go in the bullpen and pretend it's the first inning. I don't know. Get a little extra work yeah, in the I don't pen. Know. Here's the pitch popped up. Should be playable. In comes Brockhill. Over comes uh, Perns. He's going to be there and make the catch for the out. And Great, Pepperdine retired in order here in the third. We're through three complete now. 8-3 Cougars over the waves on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Keaton Kringlin, first pitch Keaton sees. He hits a line drive to left field. So another hit for the Cougars, number 11 on the day. And Brian Sue will now step in. Sue is two for two. And Sue hits this ball out toward the second baseman. He loves it. His only play to first for the out. So Sue moves the runner into scoring position on the ground ball out. And that will bring Favero to the plate. So yeah, kind of a lot of lot of English on that ball there. It was bouncing all over the place to the second baseman. Well, as you mentioned, Noah Hill's base hit early in the year. Unbelievable. This yeah. squibber that was at one time two feet foul down the first baseline ended up fair. I've never seen one, Ugh. even in the aluminum bat era, that had quite that much spin. So Favero steps up. First pitch to Nate. Swing and a miss for strike one. Nate, the big RBI single his last time up. He's one for two today, and hopefully that will get uh, Nate going in the right direction. Absolutely. That was the first uh, really good slider he's thrown this this last couple innings. That was a good pitch he just swung at. No balls and a strike. Pitch to Favero popped up, foul, out of play. And the crazy thing about that Noah ball we were talking about is that's on a turf field. There's no lips. It's not like it's hitting the lip of the grass and coming back in or a rock. Yeah, Yeah. it was unbelievable. I got the little rubber pellets and a little sand underneath underneath that turf. Guess he hit a tire and then moved that way. I guess. Oh and two. Here's the pitch to Favero, and that's outside. A ball and two strikes to the Cougar senior. Cooper Chandler on in relief. He gave up a couple of hits. He walked a guy in in his relief appearance. And here is the 1-2 pitch to Nate Favero. Popped up. Probably playable third baseman coming over near the Cougar dugout. No. Wins got it a little bit. And that ball is caught. Wow. Incredible play right there by Billy Cook. Reached up and over the Cougar, a bunch of the Cougar players and made the catch. Unbelievable. That was an incredible play by Cook. Yes, it was. 
He literally had to almost tackle a player to catch that, hanging on the rail, and still made that play. Great play. The Cougars were in the dugout, hanging over the rail, and Cook went about two feet over the rail and uh, made the catch. And, of course, if you do that, I mean, there's no interference. One of the Cougars could have caught it. And yeah. Would have remained alive. In fact, uh, they, they looked like they were doing their best to kind of get in his way, were. and he they, still made yeah, the play. he still made it. Fantastic play. That'd have been all over Sports Center if that was yeah. on <laughs> Major League play. Two men out. One ball, no strikes to McIntyre. Mitch has doubled and walked in the ball game and takes the pitch on the outside corner. A ball and a strike. Cougars with a runner in scoring position at second base. They lead this one eight to three. Cougars with two in the second, six more in the third. And that uh, crooked number up there looks pretty good for yes, BYU. It's been a while since we've seen one of those pitches uh, down low for a ball. For sure. Well, you talked about his uh, McIntyre's first at bat with the double. That that really took the pressure off of these guys. They were down 3 nothing, and he got a big RBI double to kind of get things going for the Cougs, get that first run of the series across the board. Here's a 2-1 to McIntyre. Pitches inside corner fastball for a call strike. 2-2. Two and two. As I mentioned, Pepperdine uh, founded here in 1937 on the bluffs overlooking the Pacific Ocean. Right here on the uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Played their first baseball game in 1939. And they've built themselves into be quite a baseball power. The most incredible statistic I find is that this ballpark, Eddie D. Field, 939 wins, 400 losses, and 13 ties. Now, I can buy the tie oh, because sure. they don't have lights. They don't. They don't. They just had a tie the other night. With you know, and they're going to continue oh, that game they? at Santa okay. Barbara. They play up Santa Barbara later in the year, so they're going to suspend that one and continue it on. But, yeah, they, uh, so they stats were called. So on, stats on hold then. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were called on account of darkness. Sports Information's director, Nightmare, uh, yeah. with the stats just kind of just sitting, sitting in limbo. Just, just sitting there, <laughs> yeah. Three and two the count with uh, Kringlin at second base. And the pitch to McIntyre. That's up high, ball four. So McIntyre, three good at-bats here in the ball game, And that will bring Noah Hill. Hill's had a couple of good at-bats. Yeah, McIntyre's really had a fantastic weekend. He was one of the bright spots yesterday with a couple of hits. Hill steps in. He's got a couple of RBIs. A ground-out RBI is single in an RBI. As he scored two here in the ball game, playing catching tonight or this afternoon for BYU. And Cooper Chandler will work from the stretch with uh, Kringlin at second, McIntyre at first, and here is Chandler's first offering. Now he uh, steps off the mound, took a long look in, and then stepped off the mound. And with him playing this shallow, I just want Noah to hit one in the gap with McIntyre's speed and watch him run. Because, man, they're really shallow. Right fielder way in. Yeah. Noah could hit one in the gap or down the line. Pitch to Noah. That ball hit uh, pretty well in the gap. Right fielder going back, though. He's going to be able to get there and make the play for the out. So the Cougars are retired here in the fourth. 
No runs, one hit, no errors. Two runners left. We are through three and a half. 8-3, Cougars over the waves on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the fourth. Cougars leading 8-3. Jordan Kassar steps in at the three-run home run. His first time up, those are Pepperdine's only runs of the ball game. Kassar, his fifth home run, and RBI's now the 30 on the year. Oh, man, 30 That's RBIs. Pretty wow. impressive. First pitch over for a call strike from Hayden Rogers. Rogers has retired eight in a row now after giving up that home run, and there's a little looper into center right field. That's going to be in for a base hit. Just kind of flipped one out there in front of uh, Brock Hale. A couple of score eight updates now. Gonzaga beat St. Mary's 3 to nothing. Daniel Bees, I'm sure, got the win there. San Diego, San Francisco all tied up, bottom of the fourth, 1-1. Portland, Santa Clara tonight. Loyola, Marymount, Pacific tonight. Score here, another West Coast. Cougars up 8-3 over Pepperdine. As Quincy McAfee, who flew out to right field his first time up there, will step in against uh, Hayden Rogers. First pitch outside, ball one. McAfee uh, is one for four in the series. Slick fielding second baseman out of Houston. Boy, he can really play defense. Came into the ballgame hitting at 224. Fly ball, left field. McIntyre coming in a few steps. He's camped under it. He'll make the catch for out number one. Boy, we've seen some impressive defenders. The Gonzaga... Uh, shortstop, or the Gonzaga third, third baseman, yeah. young kid freshman, really a good defender. And we've seen uh, McAfee and also Lambert, the middle infielders here. For uh, Pepperdine, also very good defenders. A lot of good defenders in this league, that's for sure. I'll bring up Corey Wills, center fielder. He grounded out to Schneeman his first time up the plate. And Rogers' first pitch, fastball over for a strike. This is a completely different pitcher than that first inning, isn't he? Just the command, the, the look on his face, his demeanor, everything. No balls and a strike. One man out. As Wills will step back in. Here's the pitch, and that's up high. One ball and one strike now. Tomorrow's game, 1 o'clock here local, 2 o'clock back in Utah. That game will just be on ESPN 960 with the conference going on on BYU Radio. Then join us Tuesday night from uh, still Smith Ballpark. I can't yeah, it is. It's yeah. Still Smith Ballpark up in Salt Lake. Utes and Cougars for the second time this year. They change those naming rights so often it's hard to keep track. Yeah, Franklin Covey is what I always called it growing up. Dirk's field before that. Oh, yeah. And it's been, I think, a couple of things beyond that. I think so, yeah. Two balls and a strike to Wills. And pitch is lined into right center field. That's going to be in for a base hit. A single. Kazar moves up to third base on the single and runners at the corners for Pepperdine. Good job by uh, Perns cutting that off, not letting it get to the wall, so you're actually keeping the double play in order. Josh Davis struck out his first time up. Will come up. 
So Cougars and Utes Tuesday from Salt Lake, 6 o'clock, and then Santa Clara in town Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week in Provo, 6 o'clock Thursday and Friday and 1 o'clock on Saturday. So a chance if you're up in the Wasatch Front to catch the Cougars four times next week. Before the next week, they head up to Portland to take on uh, Portland in a three-game series. No midweek game that week. As Hayden Rogers looks in, and here is the first pitch to Josh Davis, and that's down low, ball one. One and zero, the count to Davis. He's 0 for four. He struck out his only time up in this game. It was 0 for three yesterday. He's only hitting 133. Left fielder out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's a senior. Good fastball on the inside corner for a strike. Jeremy Thomas, pitching coach for the Cougars, uh, jogging out to the uh, bullpen area. Bullpen just kind of a interesting uh, bullpen, just kind of a little slab of dirt yeah. out there in the corner. That's all it is, yeah. It looks like Kendall Motes is going to play a little bit of catch. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Davis takes that pitch up high for ball two. We are in the bottom of the fourth. Cougars leading 8-3. He scored eight eight unanswered runs in the second and third innings. As I believe that's Motes out throwing. Just starting to warm up. 2-1 pitch. Checked his swing ball, hit up in front of the plate. Noah Hill up with it, throws to first for the out. Boy, that was weird. Yes, it was. Pitch way up high and inside, and on the check swing, Davis, unfortunately for him, just grounded the ball out about five feet in front of the plate, and uh, Noah Hill made a good play. Well, good for the Cougs, the fact that it wasn't hit hard enough. We've actually been beat a ton this year on the swinging bunt where they've actually gotten hits out of it, and a runner scored on it. So nice to be able to field that bunt, throw them out, the swinging bunt, throw them out. They did advance the runner, so now you got two guys in corner position. But uh, two outs now. Now you can, you know, a sack fly doesn't really hurt you, obviously, because there isn't a chance for one. Cook steps in, third baseman, first pitch. Fly ball should be playable as Sue over in uh, fair territory right behind the bag makes the play. And Rogers works out of a jam here in the fourth. Great job. No runs, two hits, no errors, two runners left. We're through four complete now, 8-3 Cougars over the waves on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Anderson leads us into this inning, and he's at the plate. And he hammers one right center field. Right fielder going over, and he is going to get there and make the catch. Great play out there by Canner. Got a good jump on that ball. I thought for a moment that might get into the gap, but uh, good catch out there by Canfer. Good play there by the outfielder, that's for sure. One man out. Jarrett Pern steps in. Jarrett two for three today. Came into the game hitting at 382, and he just keeps it going. I was wondering if the pitcher was going to step off. His center fielder wasn't even close to the center, and he was ready to pitch. Perns uh, singles in the first and the third inning, and he fouls that pitch off. 0-1. Cooper Chandler 
unlike the starter, uh, very quick on the hill. He gets the ball, gets set, and is, uh, is ready to pitch. Or uh, Straddleman uh, was uh, like a human timeout yes, out there. He was. he was human rain delay out there. Here's the 0-2 to Perns, and that ball's fouled out of play. Down the right field side. So no balls, two strikes, one man out here in the fifth inning. Cougars with two in the second, six in the third inning. They lead this one uh, eight to three. Cougars eight runs on 11 hits. Burns takes that pitch up high. A ball and two strikes. Pitched. Burns fouls it straight back. BYU fell behind in this one if you're just tuning in three to nothing after a three run home run in the first. And they have scored eight straight. Fly ball center fielder coming in. Corey Wills, he is there and will make the catch. We're out number two. Two men out, Sneeman coming up. Sneeman uh, does not have a base hit. He's 0 for 2 with a walk and. Picked up an RBI on that uh, walk with the bases loaded his last time up. He now has 20 on the year to lead BYU. Hale with 19 on the year. Anderson and Sue both with 16 on the year. And the first pitch, Sneeman bunts the ball down the third baseline. Good idea, but ball just rolled foul. Sneeman, <laughs> it was funny, he watched that ball the entire way. He, he knew there's no way they could throw him out. Yeah. He was looking over his shoulder the whole, the whole way. way. Saying, stay fair, stay fair. Normally you got your head down running hard, yeah. but, uh, but he knew they had no chance. Third baseman was playing him really deep. Good idea right there by Daniel, but just unable to keep the ball fair. Here's the 0-1. Sneeman fouls it off. And you know, Sneeman actually had close to 10 bunt base hits last year. Did a good job pushing it, dragging it. Hasn't done a ton of it this year. But he's also in a little different role as well. Here's the 0-2. Sneeman fouls another one off. A little bigger crowd here today, but uh, I think yesterday they had about 400. Uh, today maybe a few more. They just do not draw well here, surprisingly. That would be a great place to come watch a baseball game every day. Cool breeze, 70 degrees. Pitch to Sneeman, drill deep to left field foul. Well out of the ballpark as Sneeman got all that one. But hit it well foul. Just a long strike. <laughs> Count remains at 0-2. Daniel, tremendous power, especially pull power. A pitch outside, gets away from the catcher back to the screen. Looks like he got crossed up right yep. there the way that uh, he tried to catch that. And the count now uh, one and two. Daniel Sneeman, the junior out of uh, Chula Vista, came into the ballgame hitting at 286. Chandler's pitch, another one fouled off. We've got a big uh, hill behind the, the stands here. Kind of a b- big, beautiful rolling hill environment. They're building some giant condos or apartments right above yeah, the, it looks like it. 
the ballpark that have uh, just been constructed. Sneeman, a little looper, left fielder. Josh Davis, right there, he'll make the catch, and the Cougars are retired in order here in the fifth inning. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through four and a half, eight three. Cougars over the waves on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. Joe Caparis will step in. He's the catcher. Struck out his first time up against Tate Rogers. And the first pitch here is a line drive right at Brennan Anderson, who will snag it, make the play for out number one. That ball just kept going higher and higher and higher, and Brennan had to reach pretty good, but good play. One man out on one pitch, and Chase Lambert will step in. Lambert's hit the ball hard twice today, once to the third baseman, uh, Favero, for the out. And then the next time up, he hit it hard out to right field for Brock Hale. So he's a good he's player. For two. He's a real good player. Great shortstop. He is a senior from uh, Malibu, California. And Lambert steps in. Here's the first pitch from uh, Brock Hale, or from uh, Hayden Rogers, and that's outside for ball one. Rogers has gone uh, four and a third, giving up three runs on four base hits. Next pitch is over for a strike. One and one. Hayden gave up a couple of hits in the first inning and gave up two hits in the fourth. He retired the side in the second and the third. He has three strikeouts in a ball game. And there is a ground ball out to Favero. Nate's got it. Long throw to first in time for the out. Good scoop there by Sue to make that play. You know, really, besides the home run in the air, that's really the only thing that really the Waves have done so far today. That'll bring up uh, Brent Belk. Belk has uh, scored one of the three runs for the Waves. He is 0 for 2 today. And the first pitch is hit down near uh, Sue, but uh, foul. So 0-1 the count. We are in the bottom of the fifth here in uh, Pepperdine. Cougars leading this one 8-3. to three. Uh, Waves beat the Cougars uh, yesterday 2 to nothing, Which is down low. A ball and a strike. Cougars and Waves are scheduled to play game three tomorrow. Blake Inouye will get the start for BYU. Not sure if the if Pepperdine announced who their starter is tomorrow. I think they have. To see who that is, it probably be, uh, is it Pendergast? I think it is, yes. Jonathan Pendergast pitches outside, ball two. All fouled out of play. Pendergast 0 and 4 this year with an ERA of 4.13. This will just be his third start of the year tomorrow. Pretty good power guy, 28 strikeouts in 28 innings. Cougars with Inouye on the hill. Inouye had a tremendous start Saturday against Gonzaga. In Provo, there's a ball hit up the middle. Anderson's got it. Off uh, balance throw to first in time for the out. And Pepperdine retired in order. We're through five complete. 8-3, Cougars over the waves on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. 
Brock Hale steps in, fouls the first pitch off, and then drives one to right center field. Brock Hale leads off the sixth inning for the Cougars here with a base hit. Second hit of the uh, ball game for Brock. But when he's going the other way, when he's swinging the bat that way, kind of inside out, I'm telling you, he is. there's not a better hitter in this conference. Yeah, when he was on his roll last year, I swear it was he hit a ball every game right center, one hopped off the wall yeah. or right right down the right field line, and we know we can pull the ball. But when he's going the other way, he's really good. Kringlin steps in. Keaton's been on all three times. He was hit by a pitch in the second, single in the third, and the fourth inning for the Cougars. And he takes the first pitch down low, ball one. Kringlin, junior out of Cedar City, all-conference performer last year, as was Brock Hill at first base. And Kringlin pops this one up foul. There's the truck again. Just missed the truck. They don't like to let the fans keep the balls here in this ballpark. They try to retrieve them. Balls are expensive. It's amazing how expensive they are. One ball, one strike. Cooper Chandler, the freshman, ball hit out toward the shortstop. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first in time for the 6-4-3 double play. Quickly two men down, and Brian Sue steps in. You know, I was... I was thinking about the balls last week in that uh, in the rain and the wet there yeah. on the turf where you got to change balls. I'm sure you don't throw them out of play unless they you feel like they're a little bit yeah, waterlogged, waterlogged or, or too slick to be able to to use. And they try to use a rag to you know wipe off the water and play as much as they can. First pitch to Sue's over for a strike, but of course you've got to throw it out after every every time the balls hit. Yeah. Well, let's just put it in respect. It it costs seventy five dollars for a dozen of these game balls. It's expensive. Here's the 0-1 pitch. That's outside. And we probably use six to eight dozen on a weekend at home. And what do you use? What do the pros use? I mean, they never let a ball get hit yeah. twice. Yeah. I wouldn't even know what those ones cost. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball hit again. Shortstop's got it. Throws Sue out, and the Cougars retired quickly here in the top of the sixth inning. 8-3, Cougars leading the waves on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Kanfer will step in, and he drills the first pitch from Hayden Rogers into left field for a base hit. So Kanfer with a single. Fifth hit of the day by Pepperdine, and that will bring uh, Jordan Kassar up. He's uh, two for two, a three-run home run in the first, and a single in the fourth. I think he's due for a little 4-6-3. Uh, so Kassar steps in. He is a junior out of El Cajon, California. He is the DH and also closer for this team. That came in last night and did a, did a great job. Pitching an inning in the third, only threw 13 pitches. And picked up the save. And here is the 1-0 pitch. That's a little bit low for ball two. Cougars have a right-hander and a left-hander down, ready in the pen. Yeah, Motes and Parkinson. Yeah, Parkinson back up. Actually, it's no longer Motes. Pitch is inside for ball three. That's Zimmerman. I think it's uh, Sudrath. That's who it is. Yeah, Sudrath. Yeah, it is. Jake Sudrath up throwing. 
Parkinson went an inning last night. 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Parkinson last night uh, threw just two pitches. Here's the pitch to Kazar, and that ball's fouled off. Actually, we're talking about that on the bus. He actually threw three pitches. They didn't put it correctly. Yeah, I was, he, I was wondering he, that. He had to get three outs, yeah. and he got three outs on three pitches in his relief appearance. You know, I looked at it and said one inning pitched, yeah. three pitch or two yeah. pitches. Boy, pitched just off the plate, ball four. So a single and a walk. And Quincy McAfee, who has flown out twice today, will come up. Cougars a five-run lead here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Now Noah Hill out. Hey, there's still a lot of innings left in this game to where Pepperdine wanted to manufacture a bunt here and get a few guys in scoring position and try to get a run and cut it to four. You know, that's would uh, be a stretch, I think, down five. I don't know. You, you yeah. could see that. Yeah, but the way they like to play their game, uh, they like to play the small ball, so who knows? Their power guys are now on base, so hard to tell. Here's the first pitch to McAfee, and that's well high for ball one. And now Noah Hill, the Cougar catcher, out to talk with uh, – Hayden Rogers and now Mike Littlewood out of the dugout for the Cougars. And he'll bring the infield in. I'm sure probably not going to make a change here, just trying to settle Hayden down a little bit. Usually if he's going to make a change, he'll make it before he gets gets it on the baseline and he'll make the sign out to the bullpen. So Littlewood out talking to Rogers again tomorrow. 2 o'clock here local, or 1 o'clock here local, 2 o'clock back in Utah on AM 960 and 94.5, the third and final game of this series. The Cougars back uh, in Utah for four games next week, uh, Tuesday night in Salt Lake, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Provo. So Littlewood returns to the dugout, runners at first and second base, nobody out. 1-0 1-0 the count on Quincy McAfee. And here is the pitch from Hayden Rogers, and that's up high for ball two. They blared the music right as he was yeah. releasing that pitch. That was not, not usually kosher in the stadium. 2-0 the count. As McAfee, the right-handed hitter, steps back in, and that pitch is just off the plate, 3-0. Yeah, this is one thing you just can't do. Five-run lead, and you you give up the hard single. Yeah, that happens, but then, you know, you walk the next guy, and now you're 3-0 to the other guy. Can't give them free base runners and give them a chance to get back in the game. Here's the pitch from Rodgers, and that's down low. So a single and a pair of walks. And that will bring Corey Wills to the plate. He is a left-handed hitter. Wills has uh, grounded out and singled in the ball game. 
And that's going to be it for Hayden Rogers. We'll take a pitching change. We'll take a two-minute break and be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jake Sudruth, new pitcher for the Cougars. Uh, Sudruth, this will be his 11th appearance on the year. He's got three saves. He's thrown 14 innings, has 20 strikeouts in those 14 innings. Opponents are hitting 246 off the right-hander. He's a transfer out of Mesa Community College, sophomore for the Cougars. And Corey Will steps in against uh, Sudruth, and the first pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. As we've documented throughout the year, Sudruth, uh, incredible ball movement. In fact, so much he doesn't know where the ball's going at times. Which makes it uh, a little uneasy in these <laughs> for situations. Yeah, for definitely for the catcher. No balls and a strike to Wills. Here is Sudruth's pitch. Just off the plate for a ball. Cougars back in the infield looking uh, for the potential ground ball out or maybe double play. With a five-run lead. And Sudworth definitely a, a strikeout type guy. Wills uh, out of Henderson, Nevada, 6'1", 180. And here is Sudworth's pitch. Ball lined down the line. That is a foul ball. Boy, that would have cleared the bases. Yeah, that would have cleared all of them. Didn't miss by much. Now a hanging slider there, where that's why it's tough to throw sliders sometimes to lefties, because if you leave it up just a little bit, it goes right to their barrel. But you got a mo two now. I mean, sorry, one two. Now you have lots of options. One ball, two strikes. Account to uh, Corey Wills, two twenty one hitter with a home run and five RBIs. As Pepperdine trying to climb back in this game, they're down by. Five runs. Sudras pitch out, hitting. Slider inside, hits Wills, and a run scores. Just tried to bring that in and got it in too much. And now Josh Davis. Now we're going to have a pinch hitter for Davis. Number four. That is uh, Duncan McKinnon. He is a uh, sophomore out of Manhattan Beach, California. So McKinnon will come to the plate, 5'8", 160-pounder. That's where you got to bear down and find a way to get outs here. McKinnon steps in against uh, Jake Sudruth. And the pitch over for a call strike. McKinnon has uh, 24 at-bats, eight hits, five RBIs on the year. Yeah, it looks like he's a scrappy type hitter that just likes to slap the ball and put it in play. Had seven starts of their 24 games played. There's a fastball over for a strike, 0-2. Yeah, looking for a strikeout right here. Number nine hitter due up, or number eight hitter, uh, Cook next. Now 
timeout called by McKinnon at the plate. We'll see if he takes over in left field for Davis. And here's the 0-2. That's outside, 1-2. and two. Here the crowd's kind of come to life here with uh, Pepperdine. Hadn't scored since the first inning. The wind's starting to blow again as yes, well. it is. You have to really feel that in your face. Ball and two strikes as Jake Sudrath. From the stretch, here's the one-two. Swinging strike three, big slider. McKinnon goes down on strikes for out number one, and that will bring uh, Billy Cook to the plate. Well, that's what he was trying to throw to the last batter on the one-two count, but he just got it too far in and hit him. Big strikeout. Now you got a guy who had a big hit for him yesterday. See if you can get him to hit into a double play right here and get out of this, minimize it to just one run. Looks like they have another uh, guy on deck who might pinch hit number 20. Yeah, it looks like he's going to hit for the catcher. Up next, Dempsey Grover, he is a catcher. And Cook will step in. Cook is 0 for 2, struck out looking and popped up to Sue at first base. And here is uh, Jake Sudra's first pitch. Slider on the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, good pitch right there. Yeah, Sudworth much more effective against uh, right-handers with that uh, nasty slider that he has. Kind of had Cook back on his heels a little bit. Here is Sudworth again from the stretch, and the pitch to Cook. Another slider. This one fouled off, out of play. This is where Noah has to be really good because you want to throw that strikeout pitch right here. That's going to break away and down in the dirt and get him to swing, and you just have to put your body in front of it. Yeah, it should be off the plate somewhere, 0-2. The freshman, Cook, right-handed hitter, steps back in. And here's the 0-2. Well, there's a pitch oh, a man. little too good, and it's fouled off. That's way too good. He's supposed to miss way away, and he actually yeah. was, it was more of a backdoor slider that hung up and in. That ball could have been driven. Got a break on that one. Count remains, no balls, two strikes. Pepperdine with bases loaded here in the bottom of the six. They've put one across so far. Eight to four is the score. And here is Sudra's pitch. That's off the plate for ball one. Yeah, much better 0-2 there. Still counts in your favor. You can go to what you want to. What is your strikeout pitch? What is your best out pitch right here? Sudra's got the sign from Hill. And here is the 1-2 pitch. Ball base hit into left field. Here comes one run. They'll score one on the single from Cook. Yeah. Again, another hanging breaking ball. Sudders didn't get it to where he needed to. And it got hit. Good piece of hitting there by Cook. Just too good of a pitch. One, two. You can't throw anything hittable. And he threw it right down the middle. Now the pinch hitter. We mentioned Dempsey Grover. He is a senior out of Modesto. Transfer out of a... Cal State Santa Barbara will come on to hit 
for the Purus. So Grover into the ball game here in the bottom of the sixth. Base is still loaded with one man out. And Grover hitting 161, seven starts this year, and the first pitch over for a strike. Dempsey Grover, 31 at bats. He has five hits, one double, three RBIs on the year. He has struck out 14 of the 31 times he's been to the plate. Wow. Here's the 0-1 from Sudrath. Checked his swing. And the pitch is outside. I thought that might appeal that, but uh, no appeal made by the Cougars. 8-5 now as the Waves battling back. Uh, Inning started off with a single and then a pair of walks and then a hit batter. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's up high for ball two. Jake Sudrathon in relief of uh, Hayden Rogers, who went five-plus innings. He's responsible for the first three runners here in the inning. And here's a 3-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Or the 2-1 pitch. Now 2-2 the count. Good pitch right there. That's what he needs to throw in that plus count. That slider down. Really good bite to it. Go right back to it right here. Parkinson throwing, and I think that's Moats, I believe, the right-hander. It is. Two balls, two strikes. Grover steps back in. And here's the pitch from Sudrath. Fly ball, shallow left field. McIntyre going back a couple of steps. He now comes in. Runner's going to try to score from third base. Here comes the throw, and he's safe. Three runs in the inning by Pepperdine. Score now 8-6 on the sacrifice fly by Grover. Yeah, it's just two strike mistakes where the balls are elevated, giving him a chance to be successful. If that ball's down at the knees, you have a much better chance of them not hitting the sack fly right there, and it's just hit too deep for McIntyre to throw the guy out the plate. This is where you've got to bear down right here and find a way to minimize this just to three runs and leave this inning with the, with the lead. Yeah, top of the order, Lambert, very good hitter, steps in. He is 0 for 3 today. And Jake Sudrath now with runners at first and second base. Uh, Pepperdine's put uh, three across, and the first pitch is up a little bit high, ball one. You can tell Jake Slider doesn't have the, the bite right. that we're used to seeing. That's odd, being, is, at, uh, yeah. being at sea level. Usually you see more from it. I think he's just overthrowing it. Here is Sudra's uh, 1-0 pitch. That's well outside for ball two. So two balls and no strikes. To Chase Lambert. He came into the ball game uh, with a 292 average. 
got a couple of home runs and five RBIs. 2-0 pitch. Ball fouled straight back. Boy, he took a healthy hack on that one. Great rip. He was trying to take the lead with that swing. Lambert, a uh, local young man here out of uh, Malibu, California. As he will step back in with a 2-1 count. And Sudrath has got the sign from Noah Hill. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Fly ball. Brock Hill's got a long way to go. Brock is going to dive and make the catch. Great play by Halen. Wow. Foul territory. Hill dove, made the catch for the out. Huge play play. by Hale. Wow. Three runs on just uh, two base hits. There were no errors. Two runners left on base. We are through six. 8-6 Cougars leading Pepperdine on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on New Skin BYU Sports Network. Nate Favero will lead it off for the Cougars as uh, they had their lead uh, trimmed to just two runs, eight to six now as we go to the seventh inning. Nate Favero, one for three on the day. Dante Fascio is behind the plate now. And uh, Duncan uh, McKinnon took over in left field as a pinch hitter. And the first pitch to Favero is up a little bit high, ball one. He's got to go out and answer those runs right here. Go put another one back on the board. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's outside. And unfortunately for Hayden Rogers, he gives up the, the hit, and then he walks two guys. And, and those are the three guys yeah. that score. All three guys score because of it. 2-0 pitch to Favero. That's over for a strike. Cooper Chandler, the reliever on here in the uh, seventh inning. He came in in the, in the third, and Favero hammers one right field, base hit. So Nate with a leadoff single here in the seventh. And that will bring uh, McIntyre to the plate. Nobody in the pen right now for Pepperdine. Cougars uh, have a number of players down in the bullpen area. So this kid has come in and shut the Cougs down for the last three innings. So he's doing a great job. McIntyre, one for one. He's doubled. Drove in a run in the second. Walked in the third. Walked in the fourth. He scored one time. Favero at first base. And uh, McIntyre, the lefty, steps in. First pitch inside. Ball one. Up next is uh, Noah Hill. And then the top of the order in Anderson. Cougars a big six-run third inning. And Pepperdine scored three in the bottom of the sixth. And so the Cougars clinging to a two-run lead. And the pitch to McIntyre is over for a strike. McIntyre, the uh, freshman, was hitting 273 coming into the uh, ball game here this afternoon. Pitch to Mitch is uh, down low. Two balls and a strike. 
As mentioned, uh, Cooper Chandler came in with a one-win, two-loss record, 6.35 earned run average. His ninth appearance of the year, thrown 22 innings before today as uh, McIntyre fouls that one off. And the count now, two balls and two strikes. McIntyre, the uh, playing in left field in the last couple of days for the Cougars with uh, Perns in center. And Kringlin DHing pitches uh, grounded right to the first baseman. He's got it, steps on the bag for the out. So Favero moves up to second base on the ground out. And Noah Hill will come up. Batting for the Cougars, number two, Noah Hill. Hill had an RBI ground out in the second. RBI single in the third and flew out to right field in the fourth. One for three for Hill today. Noah starting uh, today. Done a a good job so far. Done a really good job. Be even better if he can come through here with another hit. This is Noah's uh, fourth start of the year. He's appeared in eight games now. And the pitch to Hill is uh, up a little bit high for ball one. Looks like Zimmerman may be beginning to just uh, loosen up a little bit in the pen. Yeah, he is. And here is the 1-0 pitch to Noah Hill up the middle. Base hit. They're going to try to score. For, no, they're going to hold him right there as the center fielder again playing so shallow in this ballpark. Good job by Coach Mike Littlewood holding him up. Base hit by Hill is second of the ball game, and that will uh, bring Anderson to the plate. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, that's a ground ball through the infield. that gets to the outfielder so fast that Favero with the good throw from center field had been out by a mile. Anderson steps in. Brennan one for four on the day. His hit came back in the third inning in an RBI single. Last him up, he flew out to right field. Brennan right here trying to lift one somewhere to left get that run left in. Left fielder's playing the warning way, track. Way deep. Just the opposite of what we saw yeah. Davis do out yeah. there. McKinnon is... That's as deep as I've ever seen a left fielder play in this ballpark. That was a good pitch there Brennan had to, that took, that could have done something with. Throw to first base and uh, back in safely is uh, Noah Hill. Boy, Noah Hill just keeping himself ready. He's come out and put himself a good ball game together. That pitch is outside for a ball, one and one. Yeah, Noah's just a little spark plug. The kids love him. He plays hard, has a lot of energy, is a great teammate, good attitude, just a guy that that you can really rally around. Good to see him come out and have some success. One ball, one strike. And here's the pitch. That ball hammered deep left field. Left fielder going over. He's not going to get there. That's in for extra bases as... uh, 
Boy, Noah Hill had to wait up. I thought he'd be at third base for sure. But uh, didn't get a good look at that uh, base hit. An RBI single for Anderson, and the Cougars now lead 9-6. to six. Yeah, great swing there. That's the one where it was actually started at the left fielder and then hooked away from him. That's probably why Noah had such a bad read because it looked like it was right at him. But we've seen that time and time again. Any ball down the line just hooks even more to the line. Good fastball, good swing. Perns will now step into the right-hander now down, throwing in the pen for Pepperdine. As Pern steps in, another right-handed hitter. Jared, a couple of hits in the ball game, and the first pitch to Perns, that ball's hit out toward the shortstop. He's got it, throws the second for one, and no play at first base. Great job by Brennan Anderson, his slide in the second, really breaking up that double play. Perns on the fielder's choice, and now Schneeman steps in with runners at first and third base. Really nice to get another hit here and at least add one more. Noah Hill at uh, first base, or at third base, and uh, Perns at first, and uh, Schneeman looking for his first hit of the ball game. Will come up. Batting from the left side. And the first pitch of Sneeman, a high hopper out toward the shortstop. He's got it. Throws the first, and a great play by the first baseman. Digs that ball out of the dirt. Cougars limited to one run in the inning. One run, three hits, no errors, two runners left. We are through six and a half. Nine-six, Cougars over the waves on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brent Belk will be the hitter, number two hitter in the lineup for Pepperdine. Cougars answer with one of their own in the seventh. And if not for a great play there by that first baseman uh, on the dig, had to dig that ball about six feet out in front of him. They really did. Saved probably two runs for Pepperdine. Could have gotten past him. Seaman on the first pitch just hit a high hopper out to the shortstop who made the play as Belk steps in. New pitcher for the Cougars. The lefty and the first pitch to Belk is uh, a little bit outside for ball one. Rip Parkinson threw three pitches last night in one inning of work. Can't got, do much better than yeah, that. Got three outs, nothing better. Here's the one ball pitch to Belk, and that's a little bit low for ball two. Well, he's in here because we ha- there are two of the next three batters, the first three batters this inning are lefties. Here's uh, the 2-0 pitch. Ball fouled over near the Pepperdine dugout. And the count now 2-1. and one. Two balls and a strike to Belk, who is 0 for 3 today. He's uh, grounded out uh, twice to uh, Anderson at second base. Good curveball there, a swing and a miss. 2-2. Two and two. Rhett Parkinson, the uh, senior. Rocks and fires, and that pitch fouled straight back. Rhett's really done well the last few weeks. Coming in and done his job every single time. 
ERA now down to 292. It's awesome. No wins, no losses. This is his 11th appearance. He's thrown 12 innings for BYU. And the 2-2 pitch again fouled off. Parkinson, nine strikeouts in those 12 innings. Opponents are only hitting 214, and he had one or two really bad outings, or he would, I yeah. mean, is he already down, be down at one somewhere? Yeah. He gave up like a three-run home run his first time out, and since then he's been really good. Two and two again. Here's Parkinson's pitch. Popped up. Might be playable over near the Cougar dugout. Not ball's going to find the uh, seats over behind the dugout, and the count remains at two and two. Brown Belk, uh, the uh, freshman out of Houston, came into the ballgame hitting at 350 with a home run and four RBIs. He had started uh, 17 games before the start today. Does have a home run and four RBIs. And again, the 2-2 pitch. Strike three call. Great curveball by Parkinson. One man out here in the seventh, and that will bring up uh, Matthew Canfer. That's the one where he starts it right at his shoulder and his hip of the left-handed batter and breaks it across the plate. Belt didn't like it, but it looked right down the middle here. It's a great pitch. Canfer will step in. He's two for three today. He's got a pair of singles. He scored two of the Pepperdine's six runs. Junior out of Playa del Rey, California. He'll bat from the right side, and he hammers one deep left field. McIntyre going back. He's not going to get there. Up against the wall, and Canfer with a double. With a one-man out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Yeah, he's seen the ball well today. A couple of really nice hits. Now Jordan Kassar will come up. Jordan. Sars homered in the first, single in the fourth, walked in the sixth. About time we get him out, isn't it? Well, they got him out yesterday. He was 0 for 4. Yeah. Today he has uh, been on base every time. As Kassar steps to the plate. Brett Parkinson working to the left-hander in the first pitch. It's a curve ball outside, ball one. Cougars have Drew Zimmerman up, the right-hander, freshman. He's beginning to throw. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's down low, ball two. Kassar, 6'3", 195-pound junior out of El Cajon, 234 average. But he's uh, 30 RBIs on the year with that average. That's hard to believe. He's a money hitter when it comes to RBI time. 2-0 pitch outside for ball three. Good eye, too. A couple of close pitches there that he takes. Kassar, 94 at-bats coming into the ballgame with uh, five doubles, five home runs now, 30 RBIs. And here is Parkinson's. 3-0 pitch. That's up high. Ball four. Base on balls will bring up the potential tying run at the plate. uh, McAfee will step in. Brian Sue out talking with uh, Parkinson. 
Quincy McAfee is uh, 0 for 2 today. He walked his last time up. Yeah, and his walk last time up was last inning where he loaded the bases with no outs and really got their rally going. So Hill out talking with uh, Parkinson with that runner at second base. Just want to make sure they're on the same page. Yep, make sure the signals are correct. And that's where you got to bear down right here. Compete. And now uh, Coach uh, Mike Littlewood out. He's made his decision. He was down there talking with uh, Brent Herring and uh, Trent Pratt. Hasn't made a move to the pen yet, but he just wants to go out and have a talk with uh, Rhett Parkinson as he brings the infield in. Back on the air tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock Utah time, 1 o'clock here on the West Coast as the Waves and Cougars will end their series here. As uh, Coach uh, Littlewood uh, still talking to Parkinson, no move made yet. Zimmerman's had plenty of time to be ready in the pen if they want to go that direction. Got a right-handed hitter up there in McAfee. Wills is a lefty coming up in the on-deck circle, and they are going to make the move. We'll take a 90-second break and be back with the new pitcher for the Cougars on your new Skin Sports Network. Well, Coach Littlewood decides to go to the freshman Drew Zimmerman here in the bottom of the seventh one-man out. Runners at first and second base. Zimmerman, one win, one loss, a Two saves on the year. This is his 12th appearance to lead the Cougars. 1.42 earned run average. Opponents are hitting 152 against Zimmerman. He's got 16 strikeouts in 19 innings, and he will face uh, Quincy McAfee here with runners at first and second and one man out. McAfee has flown out twice in the game and walked his last time up. Well, big time in the game. See what the young kid can do. Here's Zimmerman's first pitch, and that is over for a strike. Zimmerman this year has been up as high as 94 with the fastball. Quite a story. A young man uh, had an arm injury and had to have a plate put in with some screws into the right elbow. and uh, You would never know it with the way he throws that baseball right now. Here's the 0-1. Fly ball should be an easy play for Sue. And foul territory is there. Makes the catch infield fly rule called. Good pitch right there by Zimmerman for out number two. And that will bring to the plate uh, Corey Wills. Yeah, great job right there. This is where you've really got to bear down now. This is their guy. He's had a good day for him and got to find a way right here. Wills a single, grounded out. And last time up he was hit by a pitch. Picked up an RBI as he drove a run in. Out of Henderson, Nevada, he will step in against uh, Drew Zimmerman. First pitch from Zimmerman, just a little bit inside for ball one. Will's a 221 hitter, has a home run and five RBIs. And here is Zimmerman's, that ball lifted to center, should be an easy play for Perns, goes back a couple of steps. He's there and makes the catch for the out. Zimmerman, nice job in relief here as he retires Pepper down. No runs, one hit, no errors, two runners left. We're through seven complete now. Nine-six Cougars over the waves on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Jeremy Ferre, the new pitcher for Pepperdine, as we go to the eighth inning. Ferre on in relief, and he will face four, five, and six in the order for the Cougars. Hale, Kringlin, and Sue. Jeremy Ferre wearing number uh, 17 on the jersey. He is a six foot, 200 pound uh, freshman out of uh, Ramsey, New Jersey. Long way from home. And the first pitch to Brock Hale is over for a strike. Slider off the hand of Ferre to uh, lead things off. Cougars with a three-run lead here, 9-6. to six. Cougars have out hit uh, Pepperdine 15-7 to seven in the ballgame. And that ball's hammered. That's hit number 16 in the left field. That's the third hit by Brock Hale in the ballgame. And that will bring Kringlin to the plate. Yeah, much better approach today for the offense. Just, I mean, we haven't probably only hit five or six balls in the air. Everything's been a line driving on the ground and hit hard. You know, you see 16 hits up there, nine runs. But yet this game is still a little bit close because you, you've walked them a few times to, to give them opportunities to score runs. Kringlin steps in with a runner at first base, and for Ray's first pitch is on the outside corner for a strike. Jeremy Ferrey, uh, one win, three losses, 5.28 earned run average. This is his ninth appearance. Boy, they have Kringlin shaded right fielders way in the gap in right center. Here's a pitch to Creighton, and that's up high. One ball and one strike. That's about 5.30 here local time, and you can already see, you know, that sun's going to go over that mountain. Yeah, it's getting it's dark. Gonna get, it's going to get dark here quick. Yeah, probably within the half hour, wouldn't you say? Here's the 1-1 pitch to Kringlin. Good curveball drops in for a strike, one and two. Sue on deck, and then he'll be followed by Favero. Brock Hale at uh, first base with a leadoff single. And Tringlin takes that one outside. Close pitch. Crowd two and here, two. Crowd here really wanted it, but looked like it was a little down and out. Two balls, two strikes to Kringlin, who's got a couple of hits. Grounded into a double play his last time up, and Keaton fouls that one off. Not sure who that hit, catcher yeah. or the umpire, but neither one of them appear to be in any kind of pain right now. It looked like it came off. I think it came off the umpire's like uh, it. He just shin checked the shin guard. guard. Yeah, there he, it is. There it is. <laughs> you knew somebody had to make a movement. <laughs> you were waiting for it. It came off hard enough. I thought one of them might yeah. drop. Yeah. Two and two. That pitch is up high. Ball three. Boy, he's sticking with that uh, breaking pitch here. It's a slider, really a hard breaking uh, Slider. That's a good one. Yeah, good sharp pitch. This whole staff, they love their sliders. Three balls, two strikes to Kringlin. And the pitch with the runner going foul at the plate. 
Yeah, Brock Hale got a good jump. Kringlin doesn't strike out very often. Good idea to send Brock there. Brock runs well enough. He's not a plus-plus speed guy, but he runs pretty well. Good base runner, too. Again, three and two the count. Hale, I imagine, will be going again here. There he goes. Pitch to Kringlin, a little slow roller out to third. Cook's got it, throws the first for the out. So runner moves up to second base on the ground out, and uh, Brian Sue will come up. Uh, Brian with a couple of hits in the game. Singled and scored in the second, knocked in two runs and scored in the third. Grounded out in the fourth, grounded out in the sixth inning. His double in the third was a big one. Really busted it open. So Brian Sue will step in with an RBI opportunity. He's now up to 18 on the year. And pitch to Sue up the middle. That ball is going to get through, and here comes Brock Hale. And here comes the throw, and Hale will score. Brian Sue, another big base hit. His third RBI of the afternoon, and the Cougars extend their lead to 10-6. to yeah, it's a great job the last two innings here of answering that three spot they put up with a couple of single innings here and just finding a way to keep not letting that not letting them have the momentum and feel like, hey, we got a chance here. I mean, they're still close, but, hey, it could be a two-run game right now, and now we're back up to four. Yeah. Difference of two and four runs and in huge. the lead is huge. Huge. Favero steps in. Especially in the kids' minds, you know. Nate, Nate two for four with an RBI. He scored twice in the first pitch to Favero way inside. Ball one. And Nate's both both hits he had were hard hit line drives. So nice to see him kind of slowly start to roll here. Favero, the senior out of Vienna, Virginia, steps in. And here is the no, quick throw to first base, and uh, back in safely is Sue. Brian does have four stolen bases on the year. He's been thrown out twice this year. McIntyre on deck for the Cougars. And here is the 1-0 pitch. Big swing and a miss off speed pitch. Good changeup. Ball and a strike. Interesting. On my scouting report, I don't even have him throwing a changeup. So it's always fun. Oh, great. He doesn't have a changeup. He's a fastball, curveball, slider guy. Oh, here comes a changeup. One man out, runner at first base, and the pitch to that ball's hammered into right field, base hit. Sue's going to make it to third base as he was moving on the pitch. Yeah. So the Cougars, runners at the corners with uh, one man out and McIntyre coming up. Great hit and run there by Nate. So Coach Littlewood starting the runner, and it pays off. That ball was hit hard by Favero. His third hit of the ball game. Boy, it's great to see Nate. Yeah, swinging the bat, squaring it up. And his 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 one of his outs was a line drive to center. So starting to come around. One man out. Runners at the corners. Cougars have already put one across. And McIntyre steps in. Mitch takes the first pitch a little bit low for ball one. 
McIntyre doubled in a run in the second, walked and scored in the third, walked in the fourth, and grounded out to the first baseman in the seventh inning. Officially, McIntyre one for two on the day. His double came into the uh, right center field alley. McIntyre takes that pitch over for a strike. With his speed, it's going to be hard to double him up. He just needs to put a ball in play here. Cougars now 18 base hits in the ball game. As for Ray's pitch to McIntyre, the ball fouled down the first base side. And the count now one and two on McIntyre. Tough man to double up if Mitch could hit a ground ball somewhere. They're playing back, double play depth up the middle. Again, when he came up, I thought they might try to bunt with him, but he's he's kind of struggled getting, the, has, getting, yeah. the, getting the bunts down lately. But the best part about him is when he struggled getting the bunts down, he finds a way to get a hit <laughs> he gets in that Yeah, so. Here's the 1-2 to McIntyre. Big slow roller. And played by the shortstop. Throw high, and he's pulled off the bag at first base. So McIntyre with a good speed. Another run scores for the Cougars. We'll see if they go hit or error there. But McIntyre, no matter what's on first base. And another run scores for the Cougars. Give McIntyre another RBI. And Rick Hartensteiner is the head coach, and he's going to come out and question the first base umpire. Throw was high. First baseman Belk did a pretty good job, but it did look like his foot came off the back. You know, but I thought I thought he beat it, though, even though. I thought it was so close that he could have just called him safe without come, saying he was off the bag. But... Hey, we'll take it. Another RBI. They put an error on the board. So that's an E6. Tough error. Yeah. Really tough play. Like you said, if he beat it, then it, there's no way it should be an error. I agree. It's really a bang-bang play as Hurtensteiner out there having a long talk with that first base umpire. I'm not sure what they could be discussing at this point. They've had plenty of time to talk uh, over the entire play. Maybe Hurtensteiner's waiting for the for sunset here and hope to suspend this game till tomorrow. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, his team's given up 18 hits today, so obviously he's on edge and frustrated as is. This is he's, where the other umpires ought to come and break this up. At this point, get, hey, get, get playing. He's, he's talked out there for, what, two minutes now? <laughs> Let's move at on. Least. Let's move on. Hurtenstein. Not going to change his call. Move on. His third year of head coach of Pepperdine, and he's still talking to the first base umpire. Here they come. Now, finally, home plate umpire is going to go out and say, "Hey guys, let's let's get going here." Hertenstein returns to the dugout as the Cougars have put uh, two on the board here. There's still only one man out. Noah Hill will be the hitter. With runners at first and second base, when that ball such a high hopper, you knew the only play they had was at first yeah, base. No shot. But Cougars first. were going to get another run no matter what. McIntyre picks up his second RBI of the day. Now has nine on the year. And Noah Hill now will step in. Noah is one for two today. I mean, two for uh, four today with a RBI, a pair of RBIs. 
And for Ray's first pitch to Noah Hill, that ball's hit out toward the third baseman. He's got it on to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play. 5-4-3. Cougars put two on the board. They lead 11-6 on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. Left fielder for the Waves will step in here. Bottom of the eighth. Cougars now lead 11-6. Duncan McKinnon has been up once in the ballgame. He struck out. And he will face Drew Zimmerman for the Cougars. First pitch uh, from Zimmerman is down low, ball one. Here's the uh, 1-0 pitch from Zimmerman. Fly ball, left field, right at McIntyre. He's there and makes the catch for the out. Got a couple of score updates. Uh, San Francisco leading San Diego 4-2. Two men out, top of the ninth inning. The Toreros do have runners at first and second base. Gonzaga, as we've mentioned, uh, shut out to St. Mary's earlier today. First pitch outside for a ball. Also, Utah Valley uh, leading uh, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley 1-0. That game in the third. Pitch from Zimmerman is down low, ball two. Billy Cook, the hitter, had an RBI single his last time up. Utah, who beat Oregon State last night, leading Oregon State one to nothing in the third inning up in Salt Lake. All games in college baseball Thursday, Friday, Saturday this weekend with Easter. Here's the 2-1 pitch from Zimmerman. Fly ball, deep right field. Over goes Brock Hale, and Brock gets there and makes a catch. Wow, another great one. Tremendous play by Brock Hale. Couldn't tell if that was going to be a fair foul ball right on the line when he caught it, but went a long ways. Ball was slicing away from Hale, and he made the catch for out number two. That's a great play by Brock. And looks like they got out of that jam. It's a final 4-2. So San Francisco remains undefeated eight now. They're 8-0. and oh. Wow. San Diego drops to 3-5 and five on the year. That would be the same record as the Cougars if the Cougars uh, hang on and win this one. Yeah. One ball and no strikes. Pitch from Zimmerman, a little looper. Right field. Overcomes Hale. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. And the... Waves are retired quickly here in the eighth inning. Just hit the ball to Brock, huh? 11-6. We're through eight on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. Go to the ninth inning. Cougars up 11-6. Brennan Anderson will lead it off against Foure, and the first pitch is inside ball one. Brennan, two for five today. He's got a pair of RBIs. Both his hits have been singles. And Jeremy Ferrey, the reliever for Pepperdine's, pitches up high for ball two. Cougars 11 runs. They've banged out 18 base hits. 
as they have pretty much answered everything uh, Pepperdine's thrown at them as far as uh, Pepperdine come, trying to come back in the sixth. Cougars put three runs up in the seventh and eighth and and have done a nice job of answering anything uh, Pepperdine has scored. And that's what you want your team to do. You just have to have that belief, okay, we get a few runs, okay, we'll go add them right back in there. Here's a 3-0. That's over the outside corner for a strike. Brennan struck out his first two times up before singling a run in in the third. Flew out to right field in the fifth and another RBI single in the seventh. As he steps in here in the ninth inning and Anderson hammers one, that will be foul. Yeah, we know that's a foul right <laughs> off the bat. Brennan didn't even barely got out of the box because he knew. Down the left field line, the wind just kind of pushes it, I think, a little bit yeah. that way. And, and I think it's like you talked about, right field slopes down to left field and everything just pushes that way. Yeah. It's the strangest thing. It really is. Three and two the count to Anderson, Cougar second baseman. That ball lined into right field, base hit. That might be in for extra bases. Anderson will hold it first as the right fielder quickly got over there, uh, Canfer. 19th base hit by BYU in the game, and that will bring Perns up. Jarrett has a pair of hits. He's two for five today. That's not going to hurt that 382 average. No, it isn't. As a, a home run and 11 RBIs. And it is really cooling down here. You can see that marine layer just starting to roll in over the hills here, over the uh, right field wall. Pitches a curveball over for a strike. Just saw, had a warning for m- severe marine layer alert. We might be playing tomorrow's game <laughs> with a little marine layer over the top of us. We definitely could. I'm telling you, it can cool off in a hurry here, especially with that wind. People are putting their coats on as the 0-1 pitch over for a call strike two. I'll tell you one thing. I didn't prepare for that. I only have a light coat here. <laughs> so I left one at the room. I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to need that today. It's beautiful. I didn't even pack a heavy one on the trip. I brought about three, you know, yeah. layer, layering, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. 0-2 the count to Perns. Popped up foul. Out of play. Well, I looked at. I've never been to Malibu. This is. I'm, I'm a first timer here, so I'm not, I'm not used to this marine layer that you talk about and, and how it can cool down this way. It's, I it's need. To, a, I need to get you right. Yeah. You know, I, I need to talk to you before all these trips. You're right. After this year, I'll finally have them all down. But Portland, make yeah. sure you bring a coat. That, ball, that pitch hit Perns. Came in and got him on the the shirt. Didn't hit him hard, but got just enough of him. So the Cougars now with runners at. First and second base. What about St. Mary's? Just normal Bay Area weather. Yeah, normal Bay Area. It's up in the it's up in the hills east of Oakland. Uh, I remember the first time I went up there, I thought, where am I going? I mean, you know, it yeah. just sits in the middle of kind of nowhere. But nice little campus. Kind of tough to find. It's good you've got a bus driver yeah. taking you there. No kidding. It's good I've got ways taking me there yeah, too. Absolutely. Runners at first and second base, and the first pitch is up high for ball one. Hartenstein right now has got to just be thinking, we got to stay with this kid and get through the game and save the bullpen for yeah, tomorrow. you don't want to waste another arm, that's for sure. Cougars with Burrup down throwing, and I wouldn't be surprised maybe if they bring Burrup in with well, this, if, if they score more If we can get a couple runs. more, he might go right to him. Try to save Zimmerman And Moats is still tomorrow. playing a little catch out there. 
He's been down there since about the third inning. One and all the count to uh, Schneeman. And the pitch, that ball's bunted foul back up into the screen. Schneeman uh, almost kind of a half-sacrifice situation. Wasn't trying to drag that at all, but just trying to move the runners up. So Daniel uh, 0 for 4 today. Does have an RBI on a bases-loaded walk. I'd say he's about due. I think so. 286 hitter for the Cougars. Well, step back in, and the pitch, that's down low, ball two. Two innings ago, he would have had an RBI, but the first baseman made a fantastic play on a scoop on a tough play by a shortstop running in. Two balls and a strike. Cougars with Anderson at the second base, Perns at first base. And here is Ferre's 2-1 pitch. Ball high hopper out toward the second baseman. He's got his only play to first base. Big high hopper. McAfee really only had one play, and that was the first. So the runners move up. And Brock Hill with an RBI opportunity. Yeah, the goal there is just to move up the runners, and it's not the prettiest way of doing it. You're not necessarily sacrificing your, yourself, but you're getting the job done, and that's really all that matters. Pepperdine forced to bring the infield in as they're down by five runs here. Can't afford to give up any more as uh, Hale steps to the plate. He's three for five today, all singles. He does not have an RBI in the ballgame, still uh, sitting at 19 on the year, and Frey's first pitch to Brock Hale as a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, Motes and Burrup uh, continuing to work, and I think if the Cougars could push a couple across here, for sure you'd see Motes into the game. For sure, or, or Mo- Burrup. Or Burrup. Yeah, one of the two, depending on the situ- who's coming up for them. Frey's pitch is outside. And the count uh, evens up at a ball and a strike. And that first pitch he took was the one he could have really drove. I think he thought they were going to go first pitch slider in this situation. One ball, one strike. Pitch to Hale, hammered foul. How many times has he done that this year? I swear. They'll never find that baseball. No. That might be in the pool complex over there. They've actually got a big screen up there to to protect that pool over the left field wall, and he hit it to yeah. the left of the screen. Yes, he did. Up into the hills. So one and two the count to uh, Brock Hale. RBI time. This is where you make your money right here. Huge hole up the middle. Playing held Hale uh, pretty much straight away and deep. As the Cougar right fielder steps in, right up the middle, off the pitcher's leg, one run scores. Here comes another run. That'll be a base hit, two RBIs by Brock Hale. Yes, it will. That That ball was a shot right off the pitcher's leg. Hopefully he's okay. Hale, his fourth hit of the ball game, and the Cougars extend their lead to to 13-6 and pick up their 20th base hit. Have yourself a day, Brock Hale. Kringlin now steps in. Keaton's got a couple of hits. 
He is two for four on the day. His last two times up, he's grounded out. Well, I'm amazed that they haven't sent somebody out to take a look yeah. at that pitcher. That was a Smashed. one hopper. Yeah. Looked like it went off the shin. And Brock uh, Hill is different. When the ball comes off his bat, it comes off hot. Man. Well, Jeremy Ferrey gutting it up out there. And the pitch to Kringlin, and you know what? He's banged up. I'm not yeah. sure if he can continue. You can yeah. see him holding that foot up. And it's his, it's his uh, right leg that he pushed off. I mean, that ball's hit so hard, it got all the way to right field off the ricochet. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing that no one's gone out to, to check on him. 13-6, Cougars lead, and ball's fouled straight back. Aren't you a little surprised? That, uh, I, really, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to speak because it's their program, but, yeah, I, I definitely would, in this situation, you need to go at least go see him. It, it's a free trip. Go see him. 1-1 one, one pitch up the middle. Pitcher's got it. Throws the second for one. The return to first in time. 1-4-3 double play. Cougars score two. They lead 13-6. We're going to the bottom of the ninth on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Pepperdine comes to the bottom of the ninth inning, top of the order. Chase Lambert steps in. First pitch from Drew Zimmerman a little bit outside, ball one. Lambert 0 for 4 today. Hit the ball hard. Yeah, he's hit some balls really hard today. Hasn't had any luck. Pitch is hit very well. Deep center field, Perns going back, and he is there. Another hard hit out. Out there in Death Valley. One man out. And I'm telling you, Lambert's going to have nightmares tonight. He has absolutely hammered the ball. One man out. And Brent Belk steps in. Cougar fans, you hope that uh, Zimmerman can get through this inning quickly and be able to maybe have uh, a chance to – there's a pop-up. This should be out number two as Sue coming in in front of the – Pepperdine dugout makes the catch for the out. So three pitches, two outs here. And the Cougars one out away from a win here at Pepperdine. Well, Brent, thanks for having me on today. I'm going to sneak out of here for this last out and head down the dugout always, and get a few things done. Always leave before the game's over. It's okay. That's what I have to do. All right, no problem. <laughs> thanks. thanks. All right, back up, and uh, Matthew Camper will be the hitter. He is three for four on the day. Double his last time up. Camper out of... Uh, Play Del Rey in the first pitch over for a strike, 0-1-1. Again for a pair of singles and a double in the game, and there's another base hit. Four hits by Matthew Canfer in this ball game. Came in hitting at 289, but has swung the bat well as Jordan Kassar. He is two for two, homered in the first, a three-run shot. Single in the fourth, walked in the sixth, walked in the seventh. And Zimmerman trying to put the final nail here for BYU. And the first pitch is fouled off, strike one. Game three tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock Utah time, 1 o'clock here in... uh, Pepperdine. 
Pitch is up a little bit high. One ball and one strike. Cougars 13 runs on 20 hits. Pepperdine six runs on eight hits. And here's the pitch popped up. That will be foul out of play. So the count will go to one and two on Kassar. Cougars four games in Utah next weekend in Salt Lake Tuesday night and then back home against Santa Clara Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Join us. Can't join us. Uh, ball, little looping fly ball out to Brock Hale. He is there, makes the catch. Cougars win this one by a score of 13 to 6. Cougars improved to 14 and 11 on the year, 3 and 5 in conference play. We'll be back with a post-game report right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball post-game show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, back here uh, joined by Brock Hale. Uh, Brock, four base hits in the ball game, a couple of RBIs, but... As, I, as we mentioned before we came back, man, defensively, Brock, you saved a bunch of runs out there for the Cougars. Uh, this this ballpark, tough ballpark with the wind, the heavy air, and uh, just congratulations on a great ball game. Thank you. I appreciate it. Talk to us about this. How big was this, losing 2 to nothing yesterday? I didn't know if this team could be shut out by anybody. They were last night. Uh, but, boy, you came out, uh, bats ablaze in the night, 20 base hits, and uh, a great win, really a must-win type situation. Yeah, I, I think this, this field kind of reminds us a little bit of Hawaii. The ball hangs out there. <laughs> I think yesterday, I think we did a good job. We hit a lot of balls hard. I, we just didn't get the key hits when we needed it. But um, So I, I would say this is a more kind of get that stress out. You know, getting 20 hits in a game is always good. And so I think everyone kind of got that frustration out of yesterday. And, you know, obviously it showed on the scoreboard. You know, the thing that was impressive to me is you fell behind 3 to nothing. Kazar hits one out. And, boy, just kind of. You know, you could see where a team could just go flat, but I'll tell you, you guys reacted, came right back, put some runs on the board, tied it up, and, and took the lead, actually, and uh, that showed me a lot about this team. Yeah, it's a, I would say it's a really resilient team. Um, before the game, coach is just telling us, play every inning like it's your last, you know. Um, so we went down 3 nothing. It's not the ideal situation, but um, we're a resilient team, and this, is, this was a must-win for us. So um, we brought a lot of energy, and we just kept with it. Talk to us defensively about this ballpark, uh, uh, what you have to deal with. How, you, you play much more shallow than you would in Provo or most, most other ballparks. Just tell us what the key is to playing defense here for you uh, in the outfield. Yeah, honestly, I mean, any guy on our team with, that plays outfield has some speed. So uh, you can tell everyone plays shallow just because the ball is going to hang up there a little bit. And you know that the ball is going to, especially me in right field, it's going to slice to the line. So really the key is just, you know, challenging guys to hit it over your head. Because um, most guys, you know, aren't going to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, it was just basically playing in on them, challenging them, and, you know, just basically making plays. And then offensively at the, at the plate here, I mean, from left center to right that are very, very tough to hit a ball out of this ballpark, you've really got to pull it down one of the lines. So what's your approach going up in a ballpark like this? Much like Hawaii early in the year, I, I, it seems like to me. Yeah, I, I would say, honestly, just putting the ball on the ground on line drives. I mean, I'm just trying to stay relaxed up there, just – kind of have the mentality, you know, get the next guy up. Here it's not about, you know, hitting home runs. And you can tell when we play, I mean, outfield's pretty shallow. You just got to play base to base. 
So a lot of singles, not you know, not a ton of doubles. Obviously, there was only one home run in the game, um, but you got to get all of it to get it out of here. So basically, the key to playing here is just getting the ball on the ground, line drives, and just playing base to base. Well, great win. Uh, get a chance to really carry some momentum into tomorrow's game, uh, and to hopefully uh, uh, win the series here at Pepperdine uh, again. Great job. Uh, uh, always fun covering you, and uh, and uh, four base hits, uh, several great defensive players. Congratulations. Keep it going, all right? All right, thank you. I appreciate you it. You Brock Hale, our player of the game, and now we're going to be joined by head coach uh, Mike Littlewood. And, uh, Coach, uh, great win. Uh, boy, you fell behind three to nothing, and some teams might just kind of cave. But your guys battled back, came back quickly. The next couple innings took the lead. Uh, uh, I had to make you very proud. Yeah, no doubt. Before the game, we talked about uh, – Thank you. We talked about just playing every pitch like it's the last pitch of our career, <laughs> and, and I don't think we've been doing that. We've been taking plays off, and um, and I said it doesn't matter if we go up two or three. If they go up two or three, we we got to keep playing, and I didn't know that was going to be prophetic that they were going to go up three in the first inning. And it it was a, kind of a different feel. Yesterday they scored one, and it kind of felt like the game was over. Today they scored three, and you look up there, and, and we, we knew we had eight, eight more chances to hit. And that the the two run answer in the second was huge for us. Got us back in the game, and we're like, hey, this we can do this. We can actually score runs at Pepperdine. You know, uh, twenty base hits in this ballpark is pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. I, I didn't think Not I, soft could, I would ever see it. No, no, no. Uh, Hale with uh, with four hits, uh, Sue and uh, Favero both with three hits, and uh, Noah Hill gets a start behind the plate. Comes up with a couple of big base hits and, and drives in a run with a ground out. Well, you know, Noah was great. I mean, the, the team rallies around Noah. He, he's, a, he's a kid that's limited with athletic ability. He is what he is, but he plays his tail off every single pitch. And I think that's what we needed behind the plate uh, this game. I just felt like that that was, um, you know, we talked about as coaching staff last night at dinner, and we just felt like that was the right move to make. And, and uh, I think the team just loves the way he plays. And he, and he uh, you know, he produced tonight. It was We didn't expect him to get a couple hits, and maybe bigger than his hit was the ground out to score a run with yeah. uh, first third. I mean, that was, a, that was a big hit, or maybe it was a man on third. Uh, so he did a great job back there today. Caught, caught really well as well. Uh, Coach, uh, that uh, big rally, six-run rally in the third inning, all after two men were out. Seven hits, six runs, yeah. two men out. Unbelievable. Crazy how baseball is. You just, you just never know. I mean, it, LMU kind of did that to us two weeks ago, and it just – yesterday it was so rough to score, so rough to get a base hit. Uh, and then today the, just the floodgates opened, and uh, it was nice. I, keep, I kept saying, and we talked about it on pregame, it seems like two or three guys would hit in our lineup, and then six would take the night off. And I'm just waiting for six or seven or eight guys to hit in the same day. And today eight guys hit. Yeah. Schneeman had a couple of good at-bats and went over, but um, did, did a good job just moving runners and, and put a couple good swings on it. So today we did it. Eight guys hit, eight guys got hits, and uh, our three-hitter didn't, but that, that's what we need. Well, uh, Hayden Rogers picks up the win. Uh, Hayden bat early, as we've seen a little bit this yeah, year, and, yeah. then, and then had a hard time kind of closing out there in the sixth inning with a couple of walks and a base hit. Well, it was exactly uh, what we saw his last outing. Yeah. Exactly. Gonna... It, it just takes him, you know, and Nate has an error, and and same thing happened at Auburn. Our third baseman has an error to start the game, and then it kind of lets Hayden, lets it affect him, I think, and because you could see his location. You could see Noah's glove kind of up in the zone, yeah. and the ball's over the middle a little bit. Um, but then he then he settled in, and, man, it should be nice to see him settle in from that first batter. Um and it sure be nice to see him get into the sixth or seventh inning because now you look at tomorrow, we're not going to have Drew available, and he's our guy. I mean, I extended him just a little bit more than I wanted, but this was a big game. We had to win this game, and 
I wasn't going to leave him in the pen with anything to leave on the table tonight. Well, Inouye gets a start for you tomorrow. He was uh, very, very good last uh, Saturday for you against Gonzaga and uh, hope for the same kind of performance tomorrow. Another big one. you got to win. You know, it'd be yeah. great to win this series. Got to, I mean, if we can win the series at Pepperdine, the, the, you know, that makes up maybe one game against yeah. LMU. But uh, Blake's just kind of steady Eddie. You, kn- you know what you're going to get? I mean, he's going to be 86-88. He's going to throw strikes. And in this ballpark, um, you know, that's that's what you need to do. When when I went and made those couple pitching changes and those mound visits, I'm, you know, I told them the, the one way – this team is going to get back into the game as if we give them free bases, if we walk guys, if we hit guys. They're not going to hit – in this park, they're not going to hit their themselves back in the, into this game, especially with five, six-run leads. So just please throw the ball over the middle of the plate. Uh, <laughs> and we couldn't do it a couple times, but but Drew came in and did it. All right, Coach, hey, congrats on the big win uh, back tomorrow, 1 o'clock here local time for game three. And uh, – Get a good night's sleep. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Okay, Brad. you bet. Uh, Mike Littlewood, head coach of the Cougars, who went 13-6 to here over Pepperdine. Cougars bang out 20 base hits. Uh, attendance 357 in the ballpark. Uh, uh, time of the game, three hours and two minutes. Cougars win 13-6. to We'll uh, like to thank Cole Wiesinger back at the uh, back at the Broadcast Central and also uh, Tuckett Slade for his great commentary. And uh, with that, we'll say so long from Malibu, California, where the Cougars win 13-6.